Welcome to the Rhythm Dribble Basketball Development Podcast. The development podcast that walks you through the long journey of turning your love for basketball into next level success. Helping you to enhance your skills physically, mentally, and emotionally to become the best player you can be. Helping families make decisions along this long, arduous journey. Hearing valuable stories about family successes and failures during this exciting but uncertain time. Hi, we're your hosts, Daryl Adams and Rick Spence. In today's episode, Spence and I welcome Jamal McKnight to the studio, a coach of a number one ranked team in the country, above all cost, and a father of a number one ranked child in the country at the same time. He's here with us to talk about the rankings for young basketball players and offer perspective about their impact, their fairness, and how to navigate them. Be sure to subscribe to the Rhythm Dribble Basketball Development Podcast. I want to remind you to check out Rhythm Dribble on social media. Like us, follow us, and leave a comment on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Send me your questions at CoachD at RhythmDribble.com, and I'll get to them later in this show or on future broadcasts. I look forward to today's podcast. I think I've said it on air enough now that I myself am here to try to increase this small percentage of people who make it beyond high school basketball. We stated early on that that was around this 1% of the people who play high school varsity basketball are going to receive a scholarship to the next level. So I remain committed to trying to help families and basketball players to move up one notch. Today's topic, you guys, is about ranking. A lot comes to mind when I hear about ranking. I just want to make sure that as we go through my opinion and Spence's opinion, that I state The priority for me is to make certain that children can move through the process more efficiently and they are not harmed at all by the game or other people's decisions. With that said, I'm going to give the mic to Coach Spence and allow him to start this conversation about about ranking. All right, so uh, I'm I'm glad we're here. I want to tackle this three to four episodes ago, um, just because I think it's, it's an interesting topic and it's um, something that people want to hear about just in general. I'm a lot of conversation as, um, as typically I'm in the gym. Well, not so much since COVID hit, but um, normally I'm in the gym and rankings has become a, a big thing. So I guess, what are your thoughts on it? I guess it's, you know, where do we start? Oh, that's simple. With the question of, first of all, is rankings a predictor of future success? I do not believe so. Yeah, I don't believe so at all. Like, well, we've spoke about it numerous times. This The kid that's good at eight, probably, if he doesn't work, won't be the same good kid at 16. And not to say that he can't, but what we've seen is that if we were to take if we were to look at a, a game of eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, 10-year-olds and pick out 
the best five kids that are on that court at that time, the most dominant, I would think that three of those five wouldn't be as dominant when they got 15, 16. Indeed. Yeah. And so that's why I don't think rankings are indicative of a skill set later in later in life. I believe it's a... Well, the other side that I thought that you might have missed was the child that has little success early on. Okay. Right? So they're not identified as a tough basketball player, but as they grow and mature, they somehow get better and better. So we saw on the one side, you said, where somebody started out really good. Right. And then it tended to wane as time went on. But I think also, I think it needs to be said that there's the... These, this group of people who started out with, they didn't think they were going to ever put it together, and then out of nowhere they end up they end up really, really good at the sport. Yeah, and I think it's important that I only say that in regards to the three out of the five is that it's the work. Like there's, no matter what I am, whether I'm one or 60, 600, I've got to put the work in and maybe just maybe because I have that ranking, the parent or worse yet, the, the child becomes complacent. And so they, they don't work. And, and to be honest, it's when you're that young, a lot of the better kids are just the most, like the, the most athletic, the skill, the skill set really hasn't gotten to where it needs to get to for any of the kids. So the, the ones who are going to dominate are the, the, the fastest, the strongest, the bigger kids, they're going to dominate early on until we can get to a skill set thing where, where, where skills start to make a, a true, true difference. Let me ask this. Let's, let's, let's move a little bit. How popular is this ranking thing, in, in your opinion, as a parent? For the, uh, for the parents, I, th- I, think it's, uh, I think it's a bragging rights type of thing, especially for the parents who love the sport or played the sport but didn't necessarily get the notoriety that they were probably looking for. And then secondly, of course, you have the players who, who use it as sort of a, a measuring stick um, as who the competition is, maybe even motivation for once they bump up against them and they play. And it's also for exposure for both players and parents, right? It's popular in, um, from that aspect. And then finally, of course, you have the, you, you have the haters. You have the, uh, the, the naysayers. Um, they, they just want to know which players are ranked so that they're just looking to judge, right? Or who isn't worthy or who isn't ranked or who's quote unquote overrated. Um, so for those reasons, yeah, it's highly popular. Whether people admit it or not, they're looking at them and looking for them and they're paying attention to them. Let me ask, have you, have you found a parent who's ranked, whose child is ranked and they think that it doesn't really matter? So in preparation for, for this episode, right, um, I, I had numerous conversations and we'll kind of get into it, but I spoke to some of the, the ranking organizations um and i also spoke to um a few parents who had children ranked and kind of got their perspective so um one of the gentlemen i spoke with he indicated and i'm not really sure right um i can't sometimes they because they know that we have a forum and we're going to have a conversation about it i think sometimes people may say the popular thing or what i want to hear but for my for my conversation with one of the gentlemen, um, his son's 
um, currently ranked 13th in the um, 2025 class. And he didn't seem to care. His words, his exact words were, it's it's cool. It's an it's an accomplishment, something for him to be his son to be content about. But really, I don't really care about it because that's not what matters. It's the ESPN poll when he's in high school. That's the one that matters. But for now, it's okay. But it's not the end all be all. So I don't really put that much stock in it. That that was the indication he gave me. How many ranking agencies are there? Yeah, I, th- I think there's numerous. Um, I mean, I'm sure I'll miss some, but from the high school level, you of course you got Rivals, ESPN. Um, you have Hoop Scoop, who who does both levels, twenty four seven sports. Um, and then as you get to the younger level, you got uh, Global Grassroots, Coast to Coast Prep, and and, and at a smaller level, you got uh, Middle School Elite MSE. Um, so th- that's just to name a few, right? But I'm sure I'm missing some. I guess I asked, and I and I hear your response. But that doesn't seem like there's a there's a whole lot of them, right? So so you said there there's are. numerous, but are there are, is there an abundance of them? Is this is I this believe. popular? So what's a, what would you consider an abundance? Like what number could I say? Like if I say there's, I think there's at least ten in the middle school arena. Would that be an abundance? I, I was gonna say ten. Yeah, I, I think there's. I, I'm pretty sure there's at least at a minimum 10, but because I looked at one where they literally just only, I look at the rankings and it was only kids from like Atlanta and a neighboring state. Right. So, yeah. so that was one, but right? of course you're not going to put much stock on it because they don't, they don't, it's, it's only one region, but there are multiple, but someone's putting stock in it or it wouldn't be, I don't think it would have survived as long. Are there ranking agencies that rank ranking agencies? <laughs> of course there isn't, man. That, that would make too much sense. Um, so I guess to get there, we got to say, where does it start, right? And, and just from my looking into things, I, I believe Bob Gibbons around 40 years ago was like the first to start doing this from a, from a high school level. I believe Indiana and, and Bob Knight maybe paid him 200 to 400 bucks, something around that to provide insight to, to high school players and, and now it's kind of trickled down. Uh, and But just in the last y- 10 years is when they started going to do middle school players. And I think Hoop Scoop started that from what I understand because Bob would never, even though he would hold camps and have middle schoolers in his camps, he would never rank them. Um, so then that was an opening for Hoop Scoop to come through. But theoretically, like anyone, as, as I read, like in a Bleacher Report article um, written in 2015, anyone with the internet connection and um, can start a website and then start ranking people and then promote them on their socials. Um, and then you got you got individuals who that started from one of the agencies actually started by um, his son was a player and I don't believe he was he was ranked, but he thought his son was uh, was was pretty good. Um, and then he actually started a ranking service and then at some point within that ranked his son number one. And no one ever knew who was behind the service, but initially down the road it kind of came out. But to that point, like yes, anyone could anyone can start it, but that's part of the problem, right? There's no checks and balances. We definitely need like some type of governing body or governing committee because then that would bring some more uh, validity to the rankings, right? Because there's a system, there's something sound, but it's not there now, and so that's why 
you can have so many sites out there. Um, Because if that comes around, then of course, a lot of these sites would have to go away. Um, Yeah, so that's just, I don't think it takes much. You and I, if we want it, we can can get this thing started. (laughs) There's no check and balance. I hear you. Clearly, remember, I guess I always start out the podcast with, with a series of questions. I think the line of questioning is typically to establish a narrative, to establish a basis of logic. And I think here, um, it begs the question, uh, and, 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 I, and I'm, I'm not saying like, like you're the CEO of a ranking right. agency, but I'm wondering, can we comb through what does it take to become one? All right, this, this ranking agency. agency. Uh, yeah, what's the barrier of entry for this? For this, for this job or for this company. So can, I, can I wake up one morning and say, you know what? Rhythm Dribble is now a ranking agency. I think you can. And I begin with some top guys in the area. I think you certainly can. It. So uh, of all the questions I asked, I, I sent out a list of questions to, to, to each of the agencies. And uh, a lot of them actually wouldn't kind of interact and respond. But I did speak to a, a couple of them, but that wasn't one that I asked. Um what the barrier of entry question? Yes, the barrier that. of entry. But I, I did do research on my own, just trying to figure out. And it seems like some of them. Um, one of them just appeared. His son, his son was a was a a good player, who didn't get exposure, um, or who what he didn't feel I guess was getting enough exposure. So he started, but he was at a he would go to tournaments throughout the United States. He would be. He would be in California. He would be in New York. He would go to Vegas, but he didn't see he didn't see the service there. So he just started ranking kids, and he started having conversations with the tournament directors. And from that led to because he saw a bunch of kids with his son playing in a bunch of tournaments. So he just started to start just started ranking, and then one thing led to another, and, and it's grew to a small following, right? Um, so. But the was top, this a dialogue between you and this no, owner so this, CEO? Nah, this was. This is just through research and understanding, got it, got it. like mm-hmm. yeah, how it how it began, how it happens. Certainly, in, in yeah. this instance, how it for the for the more reputable ones, um, if we're talking about like a coast to coast prep, I don't, I don't, I don't know how they began, right? Um, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know how. I think a lot of them seem to culminate from having camps and or tournaments, right? They have a camp and or tournament. You tend to put together because parents are interested like an all tournament team or who was the best in the camp. And then one thing leads to another. When I have a bunch of camps, then I kind of, I think you naturally almost transition into that, into that field. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's the value. Maybe, maybe let's, let's, let's hash out or or let's both, take a stab at maybe identifying on one side of a chart, the value. All right, let's talk about these ranking companies are valuable. Why? I think they're, I believe my personal opinion is they're valuable because they present exposure to children um, and, and, and players. And in this day and age, right, we're in the social media age where um, you got highlights and you kind of need to, I believe that it helps to make a name for yourself, whether it's good or bad, but to make a name for yourself. Um, and so I believe that's the value they, 
that they present to the community. Like, it may be information. Yes. Right? Just, it, it, I get a lot where somebody comes and, and they're just asking a, a general question about basketball. And so it seems like at some point, somebody would have a question about who are the better players in my age group. And I bet it's easier to, that there's a resource available that can identify some of those kids. And then you can, you can cross-reference your, your research by going to YouTube, taking the name out of the ranking, going to YouTube and starting a, a research downline. Right. And if I'm a team, right, and or director of a tournament, and I'm looking to have a good tournament. It, it behooves me to have a point of reference, whether it's valid or invalid, some point of reference where I can say, well, hey, I have these top five teams or I have these top 10 players that are going to be here. So I can maybe bring in I can bring in additional teams or I can ensure I have a competitive field. If I'm a if I'm a coach and I'm looking to get my players better, still sharp and still. If I can have an idea of who the best teams are, or who the best players are, that can maybe direct me to go to a particular place. So hey, let's go play them. Like I like I spoke to a parent. Um, he happens to have a, a son ranked number one in the class, and the way he went about it was, he looked on the rankings before his son was ranked. And the team, he looked at those, and that's how he mapped out where his team could go play. They're the best, so I want to see how good my team is. I want to make what, my what team is that, better. What does that go to that area, that region? Yes, wherever they're playing at, I'm going to look how at How do a, you know where they're playing? Well, because if, you, if a tournament's coming up, they'll typically, because we have a huge one here, MIT, right, um, the Maryland Invitational Tournament. And when that tournament's coming out, you'll see, especially at the social media Era. Era, yeah. yes. So when in this era, when I have a tournament, I'll say, I'll blast out. The first blast is going to be having a tournament such and such time. But the second blast may be this team committed right. with this player, this committed with this player. So it's not that hard, right? And again, in social media, I can just easily just follow the team, right? If I'm on Instagram or Twitter, I follow them. They'll say, or oh, we're here, or we're playing there, or catch us wherever. You can so, literally follow them. Literally follow them. Yeah. So it's 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 not it's not hard. Well, 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 one thing I don't think that we told listeners, and I heard it from you, so so uh, maybe I, you can help to clarify. But are we these ranking systems? Do they rank teams or do they rank players? Both. Got they, it. They rank both. And and are typically the highest ranked individual ball players are typically on the highest ranked basketball teams, just as a point of logic. No, that's not that's not the case. I thought one of the parents that you spoke to, I thought their child was number one, and I thought I remember you telling me that his team was also the number one in, yes, in so, the country. So that's, that, that's accurate, but I think that's a rare case. In no other case... As I looked at the rankings throughout each of the organizations, did, I, did did the number one player also play on the number one team? It was never the case other than that particular instance. So teams are a culmination, right? And players are individuals. So um, I'm sure that the team I challenge has, you on that I, has to be good in some sense. What yes, do you, what do you yes. challenge? I challenge the idea that 
if it's the best player, then people want to play with the best player. And as a result, the team is typically a good team. I, I, I don't see it. I don't understand what you're challenging. Like I don't see an instance where... Uh, you can go out there and look for yourself. I don't know what you're challenging. Well, <laughs> the question is very clear that in my... And I've been around AAU for some time, right? I'm an old vet, right? Whereas, remember, my children are 20... Are twenty four years old and twenty and twenty years old. You're not around AAU, but I was around it then. <laughs> You're and, in the gym and I training, remember, and I remember clearly that the teams that went far into the tournaments, they seemed to be the teams where the higher ranking kids were. No, let's, let's let's research it off the podcast. We'll come back next podcast, and we'll and we'll and we'll. Uh, or let the listeners certainly tell us after because you yeah, know they certainly. will. Yeah, yeah. Right? You're, it's inaccurate. Um, listeners, let them know. Um, going forward, we were talking about, to get back on track, we were talking about the benefits of this of this ranking reality. Right? This is a, this is a world where it's here. Yes. Uh, is this thing a necessary evil? Are we willing to say, because the next question I have for you, and, and we'll work together on it, is... There, oh, excuse me, are there clear drawbacks to this ranking society, this ranking reality for, for young basketball? I will say yes and yes. Yes, it's necessary, Evo. I don't necessarily believe in it. I'm, I'm about putting the work in, um, no glitz and glamour. We, we're, we're not videotaping workouts. We're not, we're not looking at, we're not making highlight tapes. We're not looking at highlight films. That, that ain't what this is about. However, I'm not stubborn enough to un to to stay in my own way to say that it isn't prevalent and necessary in this era right because whether we like it or not social media and and and, and boosting i don't know like this whole look at me era is here um and that's what and that's what it's about so utilize it right i'm not going to fight against something that's not going to go away so i believe that yes it's necessary evil but certainly, yes, there are some drawbacks. And so even as, as I um, and so the, in, in reference, I, I spoke to uh, Jamal McKnight, who, um, who has a son, um, Molly, who, who's ranked number one. And his take was, as, as, he, as he said, is that, um, and, and also the other gentleman I spoke to, um, Isaiah Cunningham's father um, out in Seattle, his their take is both the same. It it brings a ton of attention. So there are some drawbacks. It brings a, a ton of attention. However, Jamal was pretty clear that um, he believes that that's beneficial um, to, for his son, that if you're going to play this game at a high level, if you're going to be a a good player, if, you, if you're going to be a highly known player or team or, or coach or whomever, that – why not get the experience of going through the hate, the, the the players coming at you, the fans coming at you? Why not? Why not just get it over with? And by the time it really matters, because it doesn't matter now. When I'm when I'm 16, 17, EYBL doesn't it doesn't phase me. When I'm in college and I'm and I'm in Rupp Arena with thirty thousand fans screaming, it doesn't bother me because I've been dealing with this since I was a child. So there are some drawbacks, but. There can be some benefits within it. Um, if I, I know I've went on for a while, but the biggest drawback 
is if the kid stops working because they start believing their own hype. That's the thing I hate about it. I have some drawbacks. So I can think of some very, very, very clear drawbacks. But I want to defer because I guess I have a bigger question. Okay. And then I'll come back and make, I'll be sure to catch these drawbacks. But the question I have is, is it highly relied upon? Right? So the... By whom? Let's let's discuss some of the things. I think of if if the goal is and and, and I am steadfast for increasing the small percentage of people who can continue to play basketball after high school. Right. So do colleges rely on rankings? The I, think, yes. I think they have to. The yeah, they yes. have to. The answer is yes. Yeah, they have to. Yeah. Yes. I, because otherwise, how do I I mean, how do I know where to go to see who I want to see play to see if whether they're suitable or not, right? I've got to I've got to start somewhere as a baseline. And, and maybe we're being naive because maybe it needs to be stated that high schools benefit from it. If we're if we're saying Certainly, colleges benefit it, because they get to see children to potentially recruit, then we have to be honest yeah, and, and say high schools do well, it as well. As I spoke to Isaiah Cunningham's father, right? Because in this area, um, as you well know, like we have the we have the Baltimore Catholic League, we got the WCAC, who are some of the the, the best leagues in in the U.S. Well, it's beneficial to be ranked from the middle school level because now. I can perhaps, and, and those are private schools, I have to make a note, is that those are private basketball leagues with private schools. So there's a tuition associated with it. And if I want to kind of go there, maybe I can get a, a scholarship in high school. But as I spoke to him, it wasn't so, and, and they're in Seattle, so they're on the other end of, of, of the U.S. But public school, or public school basketball is really big out there, so it didn't really matter it wasn't so valuable for high schools in a sense, right? Because I'm not, I'm not really, I'm just going to a local high school that's in my area. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, but out here, it, I think it certainly matters because I can go to one of the to better schools um, education-wise and athletic-wise if I kind of I made a name for myself. And, and that's one of the big things. Name familiarization was one of the things that both of the gentlemen spoke about, right? Yeah. If it gives them anything, it's name familiarization. So whether I've seen anyone play or not, if I may have heard about the name because they were ranked and someone else mentioned it. So I may not know anything about the child. However, name familiarization, which maybe gets you at least on the floor or at least gets you a look or in the gym to have an evaluation. I, I guess I, I want to circle back a bit, kind of get your opinion, um, just as a parent. And then let's, let's talk about what maybe most parents are thinking here. You mentioned that I think you were talking about the one of the parents that you spoke to. He said that when you spoke to him, they welcomed all of the attention that's associated with having a child rank so high. Well, now wasn't didn't shy away from it. Um, no, it seemed like it was more than that. It seemed like you were very adamant that. They're going to be playing in Rupp Arena. Oh, and, yeah, certainly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can get this out of the way, right? This idea of this this might be a pressure situation or these people are speaking negatively about you or there's hate. Do you think that that's the thought process of most parents or or is this guy in the, I don't think in they, the minority? I, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't think I'm. 
educated enough in in the arena to make that assessment. I would, if I had to guess, I would say no. I think most people don't know that what it comes with, right? They're just looking at the upside. My son is known. This is that. Like they don't they don't look at the their potential drawbacks to having that type of attention and what it can really do. What what I don't believe they would take into account is that if the if the if the player isn't mentally strong, it could overwhelm them. It could it could have a negative effect, right? To have to live up to some type of hype and maybe they they're not for real. So it could have a negative. I, I don't. But early on, you mean? Certainly, yeah, yeah. Um, even I mean, even high school. Yeah. I mean, it, if the parents not careful, right? Yeah. yeah. This this can this can go as a as an oversight. Right, that that this could somehow negatively affect. Yeah, so yeah, I believe that, and and we've seen it early. So, if I can interrupt, that we've seen children who were ranked really high really early. We've seen them fizzle, and I think that's that's a good point that you make. That maybe this becomes overwhelming at some level. Has to 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 them. Yeah, if you're not mentally strong, um, and but that's what it takes, whether you are ranked or not. To play this game at a high, high level, you got to be mentally strong. Right. And maybe this ranking thing just exposed it earlier. Um, Let me ask, did any of the people that you spoke with, um, because this jumps into my mind fast, that how can something so popular have some reliability issues? Um, right? Yeah, so, of so course. Did, that so was... did they, but did they speak about? Yeah, certainly. Because, I mean, I wasn't just asking um, doing the conversations, we weren't just having softball conversations, right? I, I challenged them, right? I, I, I knew this would come up, right? Um, what's the validity? What makes is it real? Like, what, what does it stand on? And, um, both of them didn't seem to. They didn't care about that. Um, and and, and with Jamal in particular, he was. It was like if you it would be it would be a god list. Like no list is perfect. So yes, it's gonna have some inconsistencies, yes, some fallacies. There are gonna be some things that aren't in I may have missed a kid. Um uh, maybe someone's on there who shouldn't be. Um but that happens. There's no perfect list. So that's that's not a relevance to them. Yeah. You mean you mean to the parents that you spoke to? Correct. I guess overall, and to me, I don't, I don't think it's, it don't, I don't think it matters. Like, who cares? It's just a, it's just a list. Who cares about the? No, Spence, no, nothing, no way. Nothing is perfect, no man. We we spent some time. We've been sitting here some time, right? And and I think that you have, you have, and 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 I'm included. I go down with the ship. Right? I think we, <laughs> I think that we talked about its probative value. We talked well, it, about it the has value. It. I thought that we went gone as far but, but, as if somebody's listening to this podcast so far, they're going to think that both you and I are advocates for for the ranking. I'm not reality. for or against it. I don't. I don't really. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not hard for or against it. If I. Yeah, I guess I don't. Yeah, I'm not for or against it. I'm not an advocate, but. I but you've identified that there's flaws to it. There has to be. There's there's flaws with everything. What's perfect? Like there's flaws with everything. Yeah, there, there there's flaws with it. First of all, there's no governing body. There's it's just 
who suffers who suffers if this is bad right if the flaws if the flaws are impactful then let me ask who suffers in, in what sense well, Spence, tell me tell me what's Spence, the impact in, Spence, in any in any sense you said that there's some drawbacks and you even identified that this could potentially affect the child right you said it yourself that what if they're not ready for for the pressure they don't right. know they don't know what it is to be ranked high and the pressure that's associated and then someone finds themselves in that situation and they can't handle it i don't know but i don't know if anyone i don't know if anyone suffers that's the game like that's the that's the bat that's the basketball game that's the basketball world uh it. it was gonna eat him up anyway right the, if he, the, the game was gonna eat him up yes yeah, so you're he, saying if the child was if he can't handle it and he may not have been able to handle the game either at all yeah so it was just a it just sped up the process yeah yeah um yeah so I don't know who suffers that's a tough question do you do you believe someone suffers yes who is that absolutely the child in what sense because guys like me with my thought process right i i'm for i'm an advocate to improve the percentages of success for basketball players so then when 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 we discuss this is the ranking system good for the game then i'm going to judge it on are children negatively affected or potentially negatively affected? And I guess I can think of some instances where, where they are. Is AAU good for the game? I think AAU has its problems. Because That's what I'm saying. Like, everything has problems. So No, but no, but if I think having a stage where kids could play sounds good, right? If it's pulling them away from the development and the expectations of their high school coaches and the expectations of college coaches, if the AAU is dragging people away on the weekend and they can't get into gyms That's what it to does. be able to develop. That's what it does. If AAU teaches poor habits about, if it teaches poor habits to children that don't align with the goals of high school and college coaches. In some sense it does. Spence, if I continue this list on, on and on, then at some point, you're even you're gonna have to agree AU is bad. So that's right? what I'm because saying. Because it so doesn't like, increase the percentages. Exactly. So, but that's the same thing with rankings. But don't you agree that oh maybe you don't. I don't even I'm not even gonna ask because I, I would I would say don't you agree that we need AU basketball, but I'm not even gonna ask. You can ask. I, I don't not, have a, I don't have a problem with that. I don't I don't want to hear the answer. All right, let's go back then. Let's let's go back and let's dive in a little bit deeper. Okay. All right. The question I have then is, we talked about the potential unreliability of this thing. Yes. So, so let's. So I want to dive in at the bottom floor. What has your research uncovered about how do they go about the rankings of children? Right. Can you dive in and and, and I'll yeah. offer the three that jump into my mind, and then and then you can you can expand upon or respond to any anyway. Okay. The, the first way that makes sense to me, and think I think that you said it, it invites players to a camp. Right, so they invite players to a camp. They they play basketball. They go over some 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 uh, some drill work. They may compete a bit, and then by the end of that camp, they're ranked. Okay. The second thing that I could see that that my research uncovered was maybe they go out and watch some people play. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I have my issues with that because you can't be everywhere. Or, Certainly. Or if somebody had a bad day, they're probably going to be crucified. Or somebody wasn't there at right? all. Right? Yeah, or somebody wasn't there or somebody didn't move into town yet. The third way is maybe ask the coaches around, right? The league, the region, right? The country, right? So if I can look at all three of those things, all three of those ways, and I promise I'm going to give you a chance to see if I missed one or so, then I see a problem with all three of them. Is it like you were, you got my phone tapped because I spoke to um, Coast to Coast Preps, right? And they're, they're probably one of the most reputable um, sites out there for the rankings. And they spoke about those things. Well, first and foremost, um, because I was under the assumption or maybe just going into this a little naive, and I just assumed that it was a monetary thing. Like, I pay, like, I, I've got to pay some type of some type of fee to kind of be on these lists. But they indicated that that's not the intent, um, that, that, that that's not the case, that you really can't pay to be on the list. Now, I would think in a roundabout way, by going to a camp, I'm, I'm indirectly paying. But in terms of the evaluation, coast to coast, as I guess – synonymous with the name they do do they do review east and west coast players because that was probably my my first question right uh was it regionally based right am i am i going on both sides but they um they attend certain camps and certain tournaments but of course they can't get to all of them and then the player rankings they usually they usually have conversations if they can't get to the camps themselves and they have conversations with the camp directors and the tournament directors. And then they also try to reach out to each team ranked in the top 20 or 25, right? So this goes back to is the list valuable? Like what's the value of a of a team ranking? So they reach out to those teams and they get their opinion on some of the top players that they've seen and played against. However, they're as they tell me that they're careful to exclude a team mentioning their own players um, because that just it kind of it would invalidate things. So, um, and then they also, someone can send in the film, but they won't go off that alone. They'll have to get some insight from uh, someone else who's played against them or a director. Um, and that's kind of, and they understand that the, that the list isn't a hundred percent accurate, um, but they, they do the best they can. So, it was it was in line with a lot of things you mentioned, right? In terms of how they go about evaluating and, and building their list, were they were they candid enough to talk about how maybe they benefit from it? How? No, well, I mean, well, like, let's dive. Let's I think dive. Do I think they it's benefit? Obvious. They have to. Like, I mean, so what I can say, they were probably the the most free and open. And having a discussion about it. a number of them wouldn't even have a conversation. Specifically, um, they wouldn't have a conversation about what? About their process, the like what they do and how they establish these rankings. What, what do they go to? Like, what, what do they go through to to rank these kids? Do they? Can I pay to get on the list? Do I seem? Do, do I? Can I send in film as a coach and in a highlight tape? Which you know, like that doesn't. It's not a clear indication of a of a of a player's skill set. Um, and, and and get on the list. They didn't want to have those conversations. Were you able to get an indication of 
them not wanting to share, did it appear to be because no process exists or I wouldn't did know. it appear to be? One of them was just extremely arrogant and, um, and just replied. Well, uh, well, if they have a really good process, then, then. I don't, but that was probably the, they were one of the, the lower established. Like if I, if I speak to a bunch of the, the coaches and players, that was the one that was almost never mentioned is one that they that they view or, or there's validity to it. And actually that was the only service in which someone indicated they had to actually pay a fee to even become ranked um, was that service of, of the arrogant one. But I just, it begs the question, are they protecting their process or do they not have a process? I wouldn't know. Yeah, I wouldn't. Again, without the conversation, I can't make that assumption. How are they benefiting? These well, ranking systems. If I want to get ranked, it would make sense. Say I want to get on. Um, I'm trying to think of it because I don't want to mention the same ones. Uh, I don't know if I if I want to get on the the global grassroots ranking, right? I'm I'm probably gonna go to one of their camps. I have to pay a fee to get in this camp. I'm probably gonna go to their tournament. I have to pay a fee to get into to get into the tournament. And then also now if I now have a ranked player, I have a higher probability that I'm going to have teams and or players that want to come to my tournament to see where they much like Jamal did, right? To see where they stack up and and I, I want to beat the best. I want to see if he really is what they say he is, right? So that's a benefit. It's an indirect benefit, right? There's, there's money. This is payola, right? That <laughs> payola. That look, this is, this is, I run a business. Certainly. And I am going to figure out a process that, but I'm not, that earns money. And I think I, that's. But I'm not mad at that, right? Because that's an innate problem. It's an innate problem. They're providing exposure for. They're providing exposure. Like, I wouldn't be able to have the Monty Bates conversation with you if he wasn't ranked. He doesn't get in touch with EYBL and, and get on a circuit if he doesn't make a name and become ranked. So I'm not mad at them. Like, they're running a business, and, and that's fair. They provide, maybe they're an indirect marketing service. That's what it sounds like to me. And it sounds like to me that an indirect marketing service has a product to be sold to everyone. Because I think we don't hear the horror stories of the people that are sold the other service at the camps. What's right? that? That means that I'm not good enough to be ranked. What's wrong with that? That I, I'm going to pay a fee to go and to go to this camp as well. And then I'm going to pay another fee to go to this camp as well. And I'm going to pay another fee to go to the next camp they offer. And I'm going to pay another fee to go to the next camp, uh, camp they offer. It just seems like. Did I get trained? Did I get games in? Well, I, I got, I got something from it. I don't, I, you can't go into these camps anticipating that because I'm here, I'm going to get ranked. Now you got to show up and show out. So yeah, like I just think for every one person that gets ranked at these that and you, you just you just identify a, a, a viable process. I go to the camp to go and get evaluated so I can go get ranked, and then 
we know the percentages, right? So when we say that we're doing that, I just, I don't want to sell the idea that there's five going and those people are being ranked independent. Now the camp is probably full of kids, right? It's full of kids who, who might be sold, sold a bag of goods, right? That, hey, come back. You didn't get it this time, but come back. <laughs> come back next time, right? That I just don't think the game is designed for that. Let's send the right messages. And that message is get your behind in the gym and work at this thing. Well, you don't think that that could be a result of not getting ranked in this camp? I got to go get my behind in the gym so I can get on this list? It could be. It, it could be. It's just hard for me to accept with all that I know about basketball. It's just hard for me to accept that there's a camp that may be using a, a criteria that speaks to either a player and what he's doing right now, or I can even imagine just, just trying to think for those people and trying to be around the next great player that they could be judging them on some criteria that is 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 more predictive than than more reality and what's going on now. Um, I can see them seeing a kid with 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 huge wing, wingspan and and he's got to be considered differently because they're smart enough to say, well, by next year this kid is going to look different and he's going to be longer and he's going to be a little bit more athletic. So we have to make sure this person has a good experience now just so that we don't lose sight of the alignment going forward. So I see stuff like that. With, and that's just me understanding basketball or, or where people are being judged off of potential, right? Where big people are, are gaining the advantage. I just, I hate that for, I, I hate wanna. that for the young player. I would want to give the, <laughs> the the some of the ranking sites or the camps more more credit than that, man. Like, because if I do that, then it really becomes invalid, right? There has to be some validity. Like, there's got to be enough players on those lists who get to it. Especially um, you being you being naive here. I could be. Right, you are. I, you, I, I do because, tend to get people to bed for the because doubt. on some in in some instances you're so willing. To, to talk about that there's money to be made and there's, right, and the sneaker companies have a big impact. They do. Right, and and how I may need to, like I said a second ago, align myself with the next great thing. So if I get a, 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 a six-foot-four-inch sixth-grader, right, that doesn't have much skill at all, I just wonder what happens to that kid, right, because we're not there. Right. And, and, and I don't want to act like uh, that the game of basketball. Right. That the integrity is so high. Right. And that's the part that I that I that I hate. That's what I hate for this camp idea that. That so today's the camp has an impact on next year's camp, because the overall reason and what you said is OK is. That this, this process is designed to make to make me money and feed my family. But it's also provided to, it's also designed to provide exposure for the, the sport of basketball and kids within the sport. Are those two conflicting interests, right? With all that you to know be. about enterprise. They don't have, it, they don't have to be. But is it potentially a conflicting interest that, 
I'm providing exposure for a fee. Certainly, but some of the lists, remember, I couldn't pay my way onto them. And you just indicated that you can go to that camp and not get ranked. So if if the fans could see me, excuse me, if the listeners could see me, they'd see me smiling, Spence, that what do you mean he can't pay for ranking? You can pay for anything. Right? <laughs> that's, that's not true, man. That's my issue. You tell me that all the time. That you can't pay for, oh, no question. I tell <laughs> exactly. you that personally, right? <laughs> but I, come on, man. This is, this is, this is big, big, big business, man. This is big business. And I, and I know how much of a commodity well, talent well, is. Why do you, why do you frown upon a camp because they have a ranking service and not a camp without a ranking service? Like they, they both could, be providing equal value to a player. So just because they have a ranking service that invalidates who they are as a camp, like... No, I, I just don't want... I just... I guess I just am against things that can potentially take advantage of, of, of children. I think children... So I can are, see that, yes. I think children are off limits, man. Right, and I think that these the ranking systems, the way I understand them, and and I think we did our due diligence in terms of going out and having a conversation with them. We tried, like right? we like tried. I said, and, yeah. and I, don't, I think they didn't meet the mark in in explaining to us how this is a fail safe. And so, because process. of that, they're they're liable for the accusations which you place upon them. Yeah, because they had a chance to speak for themselves and, and chose not to. So, so let's talk about coast to coast, right? Like they provided, so he was gracious enough to go into his process and have a conversation, right? So, and we spoke about those, and I, and I spoke about those things, but you already mentioned them. You said I see some, I see some fallacies with these things. So, he he provided the baseline. So, what was the problem there? I, I thought that you said that his process aligned itself with three things. And, and I remember them. I remember them very clearly that one, he'll go out to, he'll potentially go out and watch kids play. But I don't think you can see all the, well, all remember the it's not one individual. I'm sure it's a network of, of people. And we got baller TV. We got um, like there's in this day and age, you, you can see a ton of basketball. Well, that's I guess that's my point. That, you got overtime. That you got all my that. My point is that it's so much to look at. Right, that things get missed. It's big business, as right? you indicated. Things get things get, and that's my that's my problem. But that, so with big business, I can have more employees, more more talents, more scouts, more more eyes on these things, right? And if I if I design a set of a criteria which I give each evaluator, I mean. This is a laugh for Spence. And it's it, not but again, the NBA, man. Nothing is it's perfect. It's not the NBA where they have, First of all, it's big business. Which one is it? They have four representatives in a small region, and they're at all the college games. I went listen, through that. I experienced that. But listen. Right? I experienced that, and I know the expense that's associated with that. You can't tell me that this coast-to-coast guy, as gracious as he was. So is it big business or isn't it? Because if it's big business, then no, business I think, costs. No, I don't think that the ranking system for most of the – of the companies, probably all of these companies. I don't think that that's the big business of it. The big business of it is the companies that the shoe companies and the, and the colleges. And we know that from just think of the scandals 
right? Or, or, or when you're not thinking about the scandals, right? like my son was recruited to the NBA, and I just remember that there was always somebody from from team representing teams. That's that, to me, that's the big business of it. I don't think that the big business exists with the ranking systems, and you know that's true because you said that the barrier of entry is so low. I can start one tomorrow morning. Right. Right. I can yeah. literally start one. Well, the- you could start it. Doesn't mean anybody's tuning in. You could be the. You could be the not at first, record. not at first. Wait till I start holding camps. You know what I'm saying? Where right where where I have 200 kids in the camp, and parents think that I ought to just focus on the two that was ranked there. There's there's 198 kids that went home, and they didn't get any ranking. Like the ranking didn't exist. Right. And and I guess I would feel okay if I felt like there was an objective criteria. Right. When you go when you went and bought your home, right? It just seems to me like there was a criteria by which you judge your home comparatively to the other homes in the neighborhood or the other homes in the local area. You almost you always pick the most outlandish analogies when you when you're making your points here. Okay, then you went and bought a car. There was a objective criteria, set of criteria that allows you to compare your car to other cars in the same class, right? Now, my problem is why can't we expect that if there's going to be a list of rankings, that there be a criteria? I believe there should be. And, and, and that's what I mean. So we, we need a governing body. Maybe the AAU should do it. <laughs> I just want reliability. And it's not. I'm not thinking of reliability for me because it doesn't matter to me. Right? I just want reliability for the children. So right? then, I wait, I want consistency for the children. And I think you and I think parents ought to want that as well. Well, I, I do. I'm not. But a, not because a kid had a good weekend. That's not a reason to give somebody a ranking over somebody in 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 California or somebody it in It happens in Alabama. the EYBL all the time. What are you talking about? It happens at EYBL all the time. Right, I I can go to college. I can literally go to college off of one session in EYBL. I can get a D one scholarship. Like it happens. It's the it's nothing is perfect. Um, so I'm just not so. You, I don't understand why you would offer that here. If I I went to the EYBL, you we went together. Yes, we walked into a building where all of the teams were gonna play in that building. Okay, you thought that means that, but there was still somebody who wasn't there. If they were on the Under Armour or the Adidas circuit. They weren't there. Based on what I see there, I can make a... I'm not concerned with the ranking. I'm concerned with the colleges that were there that had an opportunity to tap a, a child and a family on their shoulder and say, look, I'm very interested. I think you played a heck of a game. And I'm very interested in offering you a scholarship. To me, that's a fail-safe. Right? I'm not talking about the rankings of the EYB. I'm talking about the reliability that a college coach can go and watch a kid play the best of the best, and then they can make a reliable prediction on 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 starting a relationship with the child and its family. All right, so I, I think we're just going in circles. So, so we, you spoke about one in the sense that I can't see everyone. So what was the – well, when you said that, when I said they go out to tournaments, so what were the other fallacies we, we, with the system? We talked about inviting inviting children to camp. Okay. Right. We talked about that already because I think that the the, the camp, the camp is yes, it's going to identify the one or two 
And what about getting the opinions? Of- but I, I just want the camp to, I just want the camp to come up with a criteria that we all understand, right? That we can compare one child to another child and it be rational. I just want the camp to offer me that if they're going to offer me the service where they're going to rank the children. Right. And what was the third one that you talked about? There was um, where they have a conversation with the top 20 to 25 ranked teams and have them provide their insight on on players that they've played against or, or have saw and provide their insight. Um, you want my opinion on that? <laughs> right. With the, with Everything the, is subjective. With, so that's it. it's bias. It's, it's bias. I'm just talking about the potential flaw. Because maybe in a vacuum, you can have an instance where the number one person who's rated is actually the number one person in a vacuum, right? And then that serves as a motivation to continue to stay. I understand all of that stuff, right? That's part of the probative value part, that a family is responsible enough to remain motivated, right? I just think that I want to avoid the bias of coaches that when you go and talk to them about a player, that that a a person that deserves it doesn't get his name mentioned because of bias. And we all have it, right? Or the person that does not deserve it somehow gets his name called. I want to avoid that. I want to avoid that. I want to avoid that like the plague. It's not a godless. I want want to avoid it. So let let me ask you this. I've seen the the pitfalls. That's all I'm offering. Have you you seen parents? Have you had... you speak to parents all the time. Have you had conversations with with parents who say that's like that's dumb, that's stupid, like that doesn't matter, it doesn't mean anything? Have you have you spoke to those guys? What in terms of of, of rankings or rankings list? Do the parents think that the ranking list is dumb? Some of them, like of course, of and course I have. do you think that those same parents would feel the same way if their child was ranked? In some instances, I, I, I think I, I think being ranked puts you in a puts you in a different seat, right? I don't know that that different seat blindfolds you to the potential flaws or the potential risks that exist, right? And I think as a parent, I think that your child's welfare, right, has to be a priority. I don't think that the blinders, right, are are a reality for all parents. Now, some parents, yes, I think that, yeah, I think that they appreciate being ranked high and then having people chase them down, right? Mm-hmm. And and or ha- or elude somehow eluding people catching them. Or mm-hmm. I think that there are other parents who who embrace the idea that there's a child who's ranked above my child, and here we come. Right. right. Again, I was that dad, if, 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 if I'm being honest. I just remember my Jay, he was young, and there was a kid out of Baltimore. He was special. Right. Right. And yeah, he motivated us to get in the gym, but I never told my son that one time. That could not be my son's goal to chase this person. It was bigger than that. Right. But me, on my hand, on, on excuse me, at, at my level, the manager, the trainer of this, of this process. Look, it was an easy. That so made, the rankings are beneficial. That made getting it helped you. Listen, listen. I didn't. You said that, that was the motivation. Spence, I got to be honest. He was ranked number one in the country for years. 
I was none the wiser. I thought that this kid was a terrific basketball player, right? And that served as enough motivation for me to continue to continue pushing. But my son cannot be privy to that. Right? I think it would be irresponsible for me to tell my son that we chasing. No, we're not chasing him. And we're trying to go to the league. We're trying to, excuse me, before the league, we're trying to go to high school. And, and, and we, once we get to high school, we're trying to go to college. And once we get to college, we're trying to go to the league. But it had to remain that because if I'm chasing or if I'm eluding, I think that some things might get lost at times. Right? Because I, I wonder if, if the efficient point guard is a highly ranked basketball player. It seems like the, the point guard that's highly ranked. Scoring like, point guard. That's right. He can get to it. Right. right. He can put the ball in the hole. And I just think that that becomes less of a priority as the child right, goes, grows up. And, uh, and, and, and starts to become systemized a little bit when, when he goes to high school where he said, where the coaches, right, that sure we want you to be able to score it under 10, but we need to be able to run some stuff because we're trying to win a state title. Right? right we have to be able right. to move this thing. So there's a different skill set. So, so I think the parent has to be able to know what the real goal is, right, at times. And I think that sometimes the ranking may get in the way of that. Right, and that's the part of it that scares me. I just don't want to see children harmed. I just don't want. I tell you, I tell a story all the time, where there was a child who didn't make JV. Right, and I promise you, he was crying in the middle of clinic. Right, or I don't want to be, I don't want to be that person who had my hand on a child who didn't reach the goals. As I sit back and remember your story about you spoke to a couple of, of ranking systems or ranking agencies. And I thought what they, where they failed was they didn't offer us transparency, right? Where I think transparency is everything here, right? Because these are kids. I think we have to get it right for them, right? I want to be able to compare one child versus another child, right? If I'm going to put any type of credence on this on this ranking system. And, and that's and that's a valid point because if I go look at if I go look at the rankings and if I look at three of them, I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure that the top five on one won't be the exact team exact top five on another or even another. Right, they're all they'll all three be different, with maybe up to three out of the five being different. Most likely, four out of the five being different of those top five. So, uh, I, I'm I'm in whole I'm in whole agreement there. The the second thing I I, I wanted to talk about was I want to reduce this to numbers. I want to quantify the criteria. Right, um, you're in computers. It's give me a zero or one. <laughs> Right? That's it's not that easy. Does the child have it or does the child I don't know that it's not that They're easy. They're too young to know whether they have it or not. It's all subjective. It's a guessing game. Then what is I, that's tough for me to hear from you that it's a guessing game that that our well, ranking early, system for young children is has, a guessing game. Like, it is. Like then how in the heck are we relying on it if it's, it's a, that's all my based problem. off potential? Like 
you don't know what someone's gonna be when they're eighteen. Like or it. yeah. That's my issue. That's my gotcha. issue. You just identified my issue, right? That it's tough to get me to align um with something that has all of these holes. But <laughs> let me ask you this. Is it is it worth it if they could slide a kid in based off exposure and marketing who to to get an opportunity at a potential scholarship uh or whether it be at the No, no, it's not. That's no that's what I'm telling. I think that's why I sit in a different seat than you. Right? Because I know I see children walk into college. Someone Spence. got a someone Spence, got a free two, education. Spence, I have two kids in college. I have twenty-five of them that went. And each of them can tell you the story about the college, the high school kid that comes into the college is not good enough. Yeah, they do take the scholarships right? away. He yeah. doesn't belong there, right? And if he doesn't belong there, that's a moment of truth for a child, right? And if he didn't belong there, maybe he belongs somewhere else. But right. I just don't want this ranking thing to put somebody in a seat that they don't belong in. And then here's the worst part. And here's the thing that concerns me the most is that it takes a seat from somebody that really deserved it. That's fair. Right? So you That's can't fair. tell me that this, that this can work by slipping somebody in. No such thing <laughs> as slipping somebody in. Right, man. right. I'm just trying to find a greater good, so right? So let's get it right, man. Let's get this right. Let's quantify this thing. Let's reduce it to numbers. I want to know that the theory is based on something strong in math or strong in statistics. Uh, there's a Ken Palm who who governs basketball ratings. It's kind of new and well knew it in certainly in, in, in our basketball lifetime, but it's based on Pythagorean theorem. I just, I offer that to say that some minds can get together you call it a governing body. But I think if some, if some minds really want to get this right, I think that, I think that we can, right. But I just don't want to accept less than what is reliable. Right. Right. The, Another thing I think that the person with the ranking system can't benefit from it. They like, can't. This is a board of directors, man. This is not a CEO that owns the ranking system, that mm -hmm. owns the camp, right? That, where the people come in and pay, right? And where people are ranked. You can't, that can't be, right? That's, this is this conflict of interest that we've got to get rid of if we, if we expect to be able to fix this problem at a high level. Right? They can't. They can't get paid from this. And I think that the last thing is who gets to tell these people that they're wrong? Right? You call them up and they they have the audacity to not communicate their process with somebody who wants to come in and communicate it to a large audience. Right. Right? The nerve. Right? Who gets to tell them that because you refuse to divulge your your process, you lose your sanction, right? People are relying on your information, right? People don't want to steal it. They're relying on it, right? Right? They want to know a college coach, excuse me, a high school coach is relying on it, right? Like you said, a coach that wants to travel to your town to come and play. That just how many times has somebody travel or, or the coach, the parent that you spoke to? How many times has he traveled to a town that was disappointing? Yeah, 
Yeah. Right? That this kid is in number five in the country. There's no way. Yeah, there was actually one kid. He and I can't recall the kid, but he had been looking for the kid. Not, not theoretically, right? But he had been to a number of tournaments over the last couple of years, and the kid's consistently been ranked, but he's never saw him. Never saw him play. That that's my position. All right. So I can go back and in summary. Um, but I it's I'm not saying it lightly that we need to do better because I think it's a great idea. I don't want to be the guy that reigns on the idea that parents can use these ranking systems for motivation to continue to push. It's too late for that. Right? I don't want to be that guy. I, I promise you I don't want to be that guy. I just expect for this thing to be more uniform. I expect it to be more reliable. And you act like I'm making it want it to be more reliable for me. Right. No, so I, I'm in agreement there, right? Because you do want the best for the child. Um, but I guess I just come from a standpoint that like it is what it is. Like there's never any nothing's ever perfect, man. So just just tell me the rules and, and I'll figure out how to play through them. Get it as close to perfection as possible, right? This system, as it is presented to us, Certainly. lacks transparency, right? It doesn't have any bottom line yes or no answers. It's not reduced to quantification. It is run by a person that makes money off of the relationships with the people, with, with, with people, with young people. Right as they as they come in to be ranked, I think that the fact that they earn money, I think that that's a that's a potential problem, and I'm not questioning the integrity of the of the of these people that run it. Right, but th but that's a potential flaw. Right, certainly if somebody's there that doesn't belong, our mind is certainly going to shift. They must have paid paid for the seat, paid for the ranking right slot. And then I think that um, lastly is there needs to be some type of governing body. That tells people that they can't act right. because children are going to be affected by it. Yeah, that's fair. I, I don't think that's a lot to ask. Um, yeah, but it's just not where we stand. So I'm in agreement. I would like to see it be better. And maybe this begins that those conversations, right? Hopefully we spark we spark something amongst someone. And, and maybe now we do have some of those conversations and who knows maybe um going forward we'll be able to have one of the one of the ranking systems on here we'll just kind of go through and you can communicate some of your some of your thoughts right uh if they're really serious because again when i reached out i made it clear I w i'm not for nor against rankings it's really just for the betterment of the sport and to get some insight and to figure out just communicate to the to the audience what goes into this and, and what's the thought process and how, how they end up at their results. So it was really just a pure informational thing and in, in how I approached it. So um, it did somewhat baffle me the lack of willingness to have a conversation for, for some of the organizations. Yeah, and, and in closing for me, man, I, I just think that I love the sport of ball, basketball, and when I think about its impact on children, I just, it's important that we identify real authentic feelings 
about the things that affect them. Right? I want the game to protect children, much like many of the things in society uh, protects children. So if these things are corrected, because I promise you, if the people that you reached out to, if they have, if they sat you down and said, come on in, man, let's sit down and talk about it, right? Or I'll come on the podcast and I'll communicate it. Right. Right. And they're able to identify a sound process and we identify a flaw and they say, this is how we, this is how we, how we account, account for, for that. this. Well, but to be fair, I didn't really, I didn't give them that opportunity, right? I reached out, I, I, I got the answers, um, but it wasn't an open invitation to come here. Um, but now it is, right? Like to have that conversation that, that you're looking for. So I'm not saying that all of them would be against it. Um, we'll see going forward, right? Yeah, I think it's important. I think it's important. And remember, we were supposed to have a dad on today. Right, and um, we still may. We'll, we'll see how it goes, right? That's it, yeah. Um, and, and, if, and you guys reach out like you always do um, and tell us your thoughts on it because we'll start the next podcast with with your thoughts, or if it's overwhelming, the opinion's overwhelming, certainly we'll follow up and just do a second segment, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and bringing people on is important here, but at the end of the day, the kids are the most important part of this game. And the game's impact on them both on the court and off the court must remain a priority, you guys, if we're going to continue to expose as many of our children um, to, to the game as, as, as we do. Right. Again, we always speak about working hard. Um, they got to be committed to the sport. Um, oh, so, actually, here he is now. Hey, Jamal. Yes, sir. Hey, how's it going? Um, it's so, good, man. What's up, Jamal? What's up, Coach? Hi. How you doing, Coach? How was? Hey, so um, yeah, I called you earlier. Thanks for calling back. So um, guys, we have a, we have a treat. We got um, uh, I spoke about him and I spoke about his son um, pr- previously in the podcast um, during this episode, and I actually I, I reached out to him, but I, I missed him. And he he just called back. So we have Jamal McKnight. Um, he's he's the he's the coach of the number one ranked 2026 above all costs um, AAU basketball team. But um, as well, he has number one ranked player, Jamal McKnight Jr. in the class of 2027. Um, so, yeah, I, I, um, I called you, Maul, just so I wanted to tap into you as a, a, a parent and a coach in regards to some of the, the, the shine that the having a ranked player as well as a ranked team. Um, and then also tap into some of the process because we're not really familiar with it in terms of like I reached out to a, a couple of the the um, the ranking services, Global Grassroots, uh, Coast to Coast, uh, a number of other ones. And some replied, some didn't, um, as we spoke about. But um, I didn't know whether as a coach that you have to um, send in film or you have to petition for your uh, for your player if you have to pay a mu- some funds or you have to go to a particular tournament. Um, but yeah, so those are just some of the questions that I had for you. Um, and then I know uh, Coach D has a, um, some questions as well. So uh, what do you want to start there? I'll go either way. I, I thought it would be in the listener's best interest to kind of get a little bit of background, Jamal. Um, the We all have children, man. And I think that, first of all, it's a tremendous accomplishment to 
have a child who is able to kind of get to these heights, man, that it's it's indicative of of his involvement in a legitimate process. It's an indicative of his handlers uh, teaching him uh, good basketball practice. And then lastly, for you, his dad, who who guides him and manages him through the whole thing. So if you could just kind of talk about some of the effort that goes into building one of these guys, one of these young basketball players, I think that would create the value and, and a little bit of back of your background as well. All right. Um, the, the, to start off with my background, um, you know, I came from um, a boys and girls club, um, Fallsville Boys and Girls Club, uh, started at seven years old, um, kind of been that community kid from the get-go, uh, always was in rec centers and always, you know, got off the bus and, and went straight to the rec. So it, it was kind of, you know, installed in me at a young age without, you know, a lot of, you know, a push from, you know, these days there's a lot of parents that's involved. Uh, a lot of training. I, yeah. Lots. Yeah. When I grew up, it was kind of, you know, you shoot your, you shoot a ball, you got to get your own rebound. And, um, you know, nowadays there's a lot of, you know, kids, you know, coming up that they have their parents kicking it back to them or a shooting machine and things like that. Uh, and it was just, you know, I came from an era that, you know, if you, you lose a, lose a game, you might have to wait till tomorrow to play again. So we, it, it was always, you know, installed that, you know, give it your best or, or you won't, you won't play or you won't get picked up. So that, that competitive edge was installed in me from, you know, the get-go. Um, but from parenting, um, like you said, it, it, it was, like you said, it, it was a plan, um, you know, that I had that, you know, if I did, I was blessed to have a son. Um, you know, the things that I did miss when I was, you know, young, I would, you know, make sure that he had. Um, you know, starting off with, you know, Jamal Jr., um, you know, I coached way before I had a son. So I, I got that chemistry, um, you know, from, you know, just interacting with other kids that wasn't my kid. And, and um, you know, kind of when he was born, just had him, you know, in the practices with the older guys, uh, running sprints with the older guys, um, you know, dribbling the ball at three years old, two balls. So it was, you know, it it, it, it was, you know, what he saw that his dad loved to do, mm. you know. So so did, uh, he, did he take to it immediately? Um, immediately. Okay, good stuff. Uh, he, he, wanted, he wanted to wear a jersey. He wanted to be in the warm-up lines. And like I tell people, it, it, it started before uh, the people really knew who he was. Like this, you know, he, he traveled with me in Florida. I took, you know, you know, it's something that, 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 that I love to do. And, you know, if, if I was a lawyer or a doctor or anything like that, I, you know, my son probably would try to do those things because that he see his dad doing it. So, um, so talk, it was, yeah. Talk about the grind a little bit. Remember I have, or we both have children, uh, sons who, who we, are bringing up in basketball, or in my case, that my sons are gone. Um, what about the grind? Uh, we talk about a lot, man. That this is a this is a dog fight from go. Um, have you experienced anything different? Right? Are we missing it a little bit when we tell parents that there's an obsession 
um, that needs to take place and from early on um, in, in order to get there? Yeah, I mean, like you said, that you have to be obsessed with it first. You know, um, when, when, when he was born, I put a Jordan outfit on him. So it was kind of like, uh, you know, this is what, you know, this is what was installed in him. And in, 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 into the process, this is something that he wanted to do. So he, he was always aggressive, always wanted to be on the floor with the older guys. He, he, it was just, he, he wanted to do it. So I kind of lucked up. Right. I lucked up into a, a kid that knew that, damn, I said, my dad only said run three laps, but he's running five. Mm-hmm. My dad says, man, just at least be third place, but he's trying to be first. So it was, I, I lucked up in a kid that, that that had the passion that really wanted it. I, I didn't force it. I didn't force it on him. So this, then, this so with that, so with that being said, was it, was there still hours of, of training and, and working and um, like behind the scenes before he kind of busted onto the scene and kind of got the recognition that he has today? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was always, like you said, the grind. A lot of people questioned me, like, you know, I, I can remember, um, and I don't know if I'm, you know, getting further on to the conversation, but I can remember uh, at eight years old, um, I took him to Kentucky uh, to the first uh, coast-to-coast camp okay. because I, I, I thought, I knew that my kid, you know, this is when Instagram just started and things like that. And I said, man, my, my kid, I know my kid can do this. So I took a flight and, and, and not just, rapped about it we, we we proved it and we showed it you know at eight years old catching the flight uh learning knowing the grind that a lot of parents don't even want to go 45 minutes to go work out mm-hmm. i'm traveling i'm traveling to uh, kentucky i'm traveling to because that's what i i was brought up on those things i grew up pg jaguars you got kevin durant you got ty lawson you got uh, uh mike beasley you got uh, uh eddie baston and and Delonte West, you got those guys that, you know, I know the difference between the the guys that really want it and the and the guys that just half ass it. Or, you know? or, so, or or how they got there. And how yeah, how right. they got there. So so give yeah. give me give me some give me some advice for the listener that thinks that they can do it in limited amounts of time. I, I tell them that, you know, it's 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 just like, you know, uh, if you if, if 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 you go to work and 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 you settle for what you settle for, you say you want more money. You gotta how can you get more money? You gotta do more work. So we'll put more time in it. So it's the same thing. Like I tell my son today, like we don't have no plan B. Our plan B is to make the plan A work. Yeah. This is what if you gonna sacrifice. If this is what you want to do, if you you gotta be that one percent. You have to. I know it's a lot of things to say oh man you know how hard it is to make it all right but it is a chance that it, it is a roll of dice that you can make it if you put that work in yeah yeah i get it uh coach spence is putting pressure on me to to move back yeah. on to the to the topic yeah. of conversation man yeah, let's get to it hey man. i just appreciate man when, when when i'm talking to a talking to a dad who kind of thinks of it like i think about it right that it, there's no plan b and and we're going to push all the chips in and we're going to work daily to make sure that the dream that we chose is going to become a reality. Right. So, so that's the reason why we've got to digress for a second. Um, again, uh, listeners, we have Jamal McKnight, um, 
dad of a number one ranked child. And again, he's here to help shed some light about the process or right, some of the things that he went through in order to get it. All right. Yeah. So let's get to it. Um, so the process to, to get Molly ranked, right? Like, so at, at, at what age or, or grade was he initially ranked? And how did that come about? Do you even know? Did he just did he just pop up on a list? Um, did, did you attend a camp? What was the process for that? Um, I want to say, um, first of all, like you said, when I took him to the camp at eight years old, okay, um, coast to coast camp. I think he was uh, first grade or something like that. And um, I took him to the camp, and the camp was mostly for the older guys. But that 2026, 2020, he was 2027, 2026 class. It just caught everybody's eyes because it was, it was other other dads or other parents that kind of had the the same dream. Okay. So those guys were doing things that the the older guys wasn't doing. So it was um, like you said, and, and and it just caught a lot of people's eyes, but. The main thing that I think the the put everything over the hump was when we traveled to John Lucas camp in Texas and uh we played Mo Williams uh team. It's called uh I think it was Drive Nation. And they were ranked in the country because of, you know, Mo Williams and who he was and things like that. And, you know, we showed up. We beat those guys by thirty points, uh representing the D M V area that a lot of people, we have a lot of talent, but you know we don't we don't show it because we stay in you know a bubble. So I was saying, you know, I, I come from you know Coach PK Martin um, uh, that that runs P, uh, um, Potomac Valley uh, AAU, and and we traveled. We went to Indiana. We went to these different places to 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 showcase our talent. So I, I took on that same mentality i said well i'm you know i'm gonna do it with with my kid and and the team that that he's with and um, i don't care and, and i know we we had spoke prior and let's be clear um you actually sought out this team right because they were highly highly ranked and so you thought that you can compete with them so your your intent in going to that john lucas tournament was to compete against this team who, who was ranked highly yep exactly <laughs> And so what was the reasoning behind that? It's just that you guys weren't known and you thought you were better. So, hey, I'm going to go show these guys that that that, that so, my team is for real. So we were known because, like you said, Molly went to the Coast to Coast camp. Okay. So we were, Molly was known, but like you said, one one player is, 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 is more stronger if you come in with the team. So – I knew that, guess what? Y'all are amazed by Molly. You definitely going to be amazed if you see my team because my team is, is, is dogs just like, you know, just like him. And that aggressive play that we have in the DMV, I'm like, you, if you shock when you see Molly, let, let you see the package that I got these other six or seven guys that I got on my team. So, I, you know, I, I said – you know, other people was getting the love from Texas and 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 in Miami and all these other places. I'm like, nah, let's 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 go let's let's go show. Okay. Let's go showcase. So we had to put in the work from, from second grade. We put in the work. We traveled. Everybody would think 
why the hell are you driving to Texas with a second grade team? But at the end of the day, this is the the the, the benefits that we uh, you know we, we we're, we're benefiting from right now. Yeah, let me ask this. Uh, let me ask this, Coach. Did can you put us into one of those ranking camps? I think we had a little bit of debate about a ranking camp. Uh, is there a lot of people there? Are there a few people? Is, there, is everybody there good? Uh, g- give us a little insight there. Um, so, so the major ranking camp—I mean, ranking—that we we really pay attention to the the stamp the stamp is the coast coast to coast, right? So, so coast to coast could have started off with like me and you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It could have been me and you saying, all right, well, these kids are ranked. Or, you know, so it could have started off either either way. But with Coast to Coast, they took it further. They say, you know, all right, well, we are going to go global and, and see, you know, different kids and see, um, um, you know, who can play and things like that. Now it's kind of getting watered down. You know, it's getting watered down now because uh, you got people calling in or you got, people sending mixtapes. You got people doing these other things. But I'll say the first the first 10, the, the top 10 would be a legit top 10. But when you, you rank in, you got six, 70 kids that you're trying to rank and all that, it, it, it gets it gets watered down. Do, do a lot but, of people do a lot of people enter these camps thinking that they're going to get ranked, but they don't really have a shot at it? it can, can it... I... I tried to convince coach spence that um that there's a lot of people there kind of wasting their time kind of been sold a bag of goods is any of that going on or is that the water them down kind of kind of of course of course because you got your main factors that you already know that's going to bring those people into the camp that's going to pay pay their money right and they got to play know? against somebody right right so so you can't bring in all the top guys because then there's no money to be made from the camp itself. Exactly. So there's dozens of kids there, and they kind of just shimmy it all out in order in order to get this to get this ranking process done. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So exactly. then, so I'm gonna start to um, ask some some tough questions that I think people just want to know, right? So we had discussions, and um, I spoke about them earlier, but I think it's it's best to kind of hear it from you. Is that with that ranking from your team? And with your son comes a ton of notoriety. And I'm sure there's people who are unhappy or or just like you were running people down. Now they're looking at you guys like, how does, how does Molly handle that type of pressure and that adversity would be the first question. And then um, I I do have a follow-up question just about the rankings in general, but just first and foremost, what's the pressure that you and or Molly, if, if you, if you can, I guess, relay his thoughts in terms of, people coming after you guys and um, just like you got parents, you got fans, you got coaches and players. Right. So yeah, from your perspective. Um, uh, with me and Marley, like I said, um, I, I lucked up on a kid. I, I mean, to be honest, I lucked up on a kid that, that really have the same passion as, as, as me as a coach. Um, you know, I coach with the style that, I don't care, you know, who we're playing, whatever, whatever. I'm going to be the same person. The uh, same way as, I, you know, I came to training and I watch uh, Coach Train, and, and he has a passion that 
he don't care if you who's in the gym. He's gonna be the same way. That's right. that's that's his confidence. That's his style. That's the same way I. That's how I approach coaching, and that's how I approach the game. I don't give a who you are. I'm gonna cuss you out the way I'm gonna love you. So I have the same passion, and my son have the same passion towards a game that it can be a pickup game or number or one on one or two on two or a game that's for charity. He's gonna play the same way. He's crazy. He he's crazy. Okay. And and you have to have some crazy in you to to compete. Yeah. Let's see that young. in this game. In this game. So it's like with with him, he just got an Instagram page. I just let him get an Instagram page. But if you ask him, if you interview him, I don't even have to be there. He's gonna say, I don't really look at the ranking. And he don't. He don't post it. He if you look at his page, he don't post he the number one kid. I, I do it. Because at the end of the day I have to I have to be a proud parent to say, you know what, take your pride to the side and say, guess what? You you never know if your son will ever be number one ever in life. Again. So Got so, you. so yeah, so we I, I lucked up on a kid that really don't give a shit about it. He 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 give a shit about wins and losses. So, yeah, I can actually attest to that, right? Because I've been around him and you would never know um, that he that he's highly ranked or um, I see him on the court. But then off the court, as you interact with him, he, he's 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 actually a pretty humble kid. So then let me ask you. Um, do you think there's any risk that he has being ranked that high so, um, at such a young age, like with the, the notoriety that it brings? Is there any risk that could be adverse to his career? Like, is it too much too soon? Um, like you said, it, it, no risk, no reward. So, like, at the end of the day, um, you know, at times, um, you know, I do tell him because, like you said, he, he might want to, you know, chill, have a chill day or, 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 or you know, uh, that, I mean, not that, but, you know, he playing the game and it's just to a pace that, man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just cruising. But at the end of the day, it's like, man, guess what? You, you do have a number one dot on you. And I do remind him that like, you do got a number one dot on you. So it's kind of not, you can't walk into something, you know, being, being so you got to be a killer. And, and the thing is like, that's, that's what he is. But he is also human. He, he He's also a young kid. So he's going to have those mistakes. But do people, people not judging that. People, people, people want, if you're number one, they want to see perfection. They want to see, right. they want to see, oh, right, what's number one about? You know, and, 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 and if you're going to be in this sport and, and this, uh, you know, altitude, you, you, you got to be able to take that. I, t- I remind them every day. I said, LeBron James do everything for Cleveland. They didn't burn. They burned that guy jersey. Right. So, so, so who are you? So at the end of the day, it's like you, you, if you want to do, if you really want to take this to a high level, you have to have that tough skin. You got guys, Stephen A. Smith. You got guys that ain't even pick up a basketball. That's 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 telling you that you. Some so if you're not ready for that, we need to find another job. What's what's the real goal here? What's the real goal for him? Can you touch on that? The real goal yeah, for u- me. Ultimately, ultimately, what's the real goal? The ult- for, to be honest, the ultimate goal is going to a D one school and, and try and go pro. Got it. 
if you ain't going pro, take your overseas. Right. We put, we put too much work in. And that's to be honest. Well, that's, yeah, that's and, and, and that's important, right? Because we I know we spoke on prior episodes about um, D was saying people coming to the gym and not 100% honest about their goals, and, and you're clear about it. I want to go pro. And yeah. yeah, and most people, if I was a doctor, I have no problem saying I want to be the leading surgeon or I want to be a doctor. But when it comes to basketball, they're a little tentative to say, well, I'm just trying to get a scholarship. If you believe in it and you put in a bunch of work, let it be known. I, I want to go pro. That's the goal. Yeah, I'm always I'm I'm always skeptical, man. Um, you know, I have dozens, man, who who were able to get there. And I just remember trying to keep it all in perspective. When they were a middle schooler, we were really working to be a good high school ball player. The day they got into high school, we started this conversation about what it would take to become a good college ball player. And then when you get into college, you know, they they tend to take the wheel a little bit. But that's when we start to talk about talk about the NBA. Let me ask this though: Is there a list of skills that you can think of that can either get a child ranked or improve the ranking? Is there is there this checklist of things that that, that can get it done? For 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 rankings, like I tell people, it's like I tell my son all the time, it's not just about you putting the ball in the hoop. Everything it, it got to come from uh, uh, your, your your parenting, uh, who your parents know, who this is. It, it, it's a whole big pie to 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 get to those top situations. I don't care what what, what you say. So it's like at the end of the day, guess what? I did my homework. I you know I put you in situations. I'm also a coach. They got a number one team in the country. Uh, you also a point guard that 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 been winning for the last six years consistently uh, uh, with the same team, with the same ground where everybody pick up other kids and fly kids in, and you still win. So those, like, it, you, you, you have to do, it's, it's more than just being on the floor. So, you, so you if, there was, if there was a simplified version of an algorithm, I think Spence puts me on the, on, the, on the hot seat a little bit with this, trying to get a list out of me. If there was the top three things that you could offer the listeners about how to get them to be a number one ranked kid? What would they be? Top three. Um, first of all, like you said, you, you, the, the, the will. I mean, you, you, you. First of all, the kid gotta want to do it. Um, second, you, 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 you have to, um, um, you know, you have to lock in with with the grind. You, you, yeah. you have to train. Um, it's not when you just when it's convenient. Um, you, you have to make that a habit, like when you wake up and brush your teeth. I have dreams. If Molly missed a workout, missed a training session, or missed something, it's like, damn, we we that much sorry because we missed. Right. Yeah, somebody caught us. We yeah, because you gotta think like this. This nowadays, you can Google how your favorite uh, uh, NBA player works out. You can do this and do that. So. It's, it's too many things that, that back in the day, training and stuff was a secret. Now, this is what it is. Right. If you want to get here, you got to do this, and also you got to have that mentality. Right. You got to have that mentality. Got you. you, can, you so. so I've got, I heard you, I heard you. Let me see if I can sum it up for you. Uh, the personality of the child, uh, the mm. grind, the train grind, the train, train, train. Um and then I thought that you 
kind of insinuated that the management, the parent has a huge role um, in, in how we're going to get this done. Yeah. Right. Can't do wait you, for nobody else. Yeah. Do you, you think wait. that, do you think that there's a, a set of skills that get you ranked and that set of skills might sometimes be in conflict with the set of skills that maybe the high school or the college coach is looking for? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like you said, from scouts, I mean, they have to, first of all, if you're scouting and if you're passionate about this game, you can, you, you can see it. You can see, like, I, I can, I can point a kid out from just from, 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 uh, from his warmups. I remember when I first seen Colin Saxon and I seen how this guy warmed up before the even game, before the game even started, I knew he was that guy. I knew he was that dog. And the game didn't even start yet. It was from his warm-ups. Right. It was from his warm-ups. Everything was like on on TikTok. Like it it was like the way he grabbed the ball, the way they passed the ball back to him, the way he's sweating, the way he's talking to himself. So the same thing when Marley went to that camp and coast to coast, he showed them that guess what? I'm not to be messed around with. Mm. I'ma strap you up. There's no free layups. I'm going to file yourself. I'm going to file your butt before you make a free layup on me. I'm going to go to your – so those type of skill sets, I think as you get older, those coaches want to see that. They're watching how you interact with, with other players. They're watching how you drink your water. They're watching different things. Like So it's every, every, every step of the way, you have to have some type of flavor to get that, that, that coach attention. Right. And it can't just be an average. Everybody's average. You gotta separate yourself. Yeah. Do you think do you think there's a such thing as a child being good too early? Or 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 is it is it better to be good just in time? It can go either way. Mm -hmm. Because you like I, I always remind these kids, you got you got overseas guys coming over that come from poverty that you got even with my godson, my godson, he's uh going to St. John's and, and, and things like that. He went to the UA All-American game. I said, you're going to have kids from Florida, Alabama that still drink out the the the, uh, the, the water hose with gold teeth in their mouth. That's going to say, hey, man, get in the back. I got first. You got to be able to. Your parents not going to be able to save you. You got to have that dog mentality to say, hey, nah, I got, no, I know what I'm doing, even if you don't know what you're doing. But make sure you first. Make the mistake. Let the coach that you're out your comfort zone, but you still had the, the balls to say, you know what? I got it. I'm that guy. So a lot of what we, we get caught up in is like that we so handheld. We so we so competitive of excuses. Like, no, no excuses. No excuses. Right. Touch no, on I, touch no. on touch on a kid peeking early for me. Wait, what's your thoughts about that? Maybe we work so hard. Have you ever seen a child in your in your time in um, where they're as good as they were ever going to get in the ninth grade or something like that or earlier? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I, I, I definitely. We, I mean, we all seen it. So then, Marley being ranked so early, mm -hmm. have we thought out a plan that he'll never peak out? Right? That no, there's room for improvement every year, and we oh, need yeah. to somehow access it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there a plan in place, or we just kind of just try to be the best we can every 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 day or every week, every month, every uh, season? Yeah, it's 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 a plan.
plan. Mm-hmm. It's a plan. It's, it's it's also like you said. That's when you understand that. Guess what? Uh, dad, moms, and dads is trying to be. Oh, this is only. I'm doing this by myself. No, that's when you put family trees in there. Mm-hmm. It takes a village. It mm-hmm. takes a village. It takes a village. Every like like one thing that I don't uh, uh, that I do. I don't think I know everything. Right. You know what I mean? So. When I I get a little bit and little bit and little bit and little bit because it takes a family, mm. like like you said, I introduce my my kid around people that that knows what you know what's going on or know the process or what's going to help with the process. Like it, that's when that stuff come come to pot. Yeah, I I talk about it a lot, man. I talk about people uh, looking looking into the future and kind of being prepared for for the forks in the road because this is a maze. And I think that oh, yeah. sometimes people find themselves in a dead end just because they got caught up in the short term of it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's one of the things that jumps into my mind when I think about early early success in ranking is that that the parents or the management needs to make sure and be certain that we haven't seen the best of this child early, right? Because, oh, yeah. because they continue to do the things necessary to keep their ranking rather than those things that's going to make them a a value add to a high school or value add uh, to the, to the college recruiting process, you know, like a jump shot. Like, like how many kids do we see that was so good handling the ball early that all coaches ever, ever asked for them is to handle the ball. And therefore they never have time to develop some of the weaknesses or develop their ability to shoot the ball. Yep. I agree. And and that, but that, like you said, a lot of parents don't have the mindset like me and you do. They're taking the information, uh, being stationary. Yeah. Like, you know that that if your kid, you understand, if you second grade through fourth and fifth grade, breaking the press is just dribbling through. Mm, you know what I mean? Like ball, if yeah. you if you got a good dribbler, you can break the press. You know. So now when you get to that 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 eighth and that high school level. Guess what? Now you got a guy that's as fast as you. Yeah. So you can't just catch the ball and dribble. You got to catch the ball, see. You got to see two levels ahead. Yeah, move it. Yeah. You know, so so it's, it's it's all in, you know, the education of, you know, just not the kid, but also the parent and the village that he's holding around. I, I can't do this by myself. Yeah. So let me jump in and um, hop back on the, uh, I have some, some rankings questions. So as a, as a parent, why is it why is it important to you or does it matter or not like i'm trying to like do you care that he's that he's ranked like is it super important to you and if so, so why why is that so and and a coach of me um i really i really don't care and okay. a parent of in a parent of me is saying you know i have to be you know some you know, people, people quiz me. I got a mentor that, that says that when, when I get on my son, I'm so loud, mm-hmm. but when he do think, when he do things correctly, I'm so quiet. So, so it's like, ah, that's just the competitive nature of me. But so with the ranking thing, it's like, okay, well, that's something for the fans. You know what I mean? That's something for the fans to talk about and, and things like that. But me and you, we're locked in because we know what it is. We know what the grind is. We've been doing it and we're going to continue to do it because this is what we love to do. Right. So, 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 so it's a, it's a mixture that 
and the dad of me, I'm going to post that my son is ranked. Because you have to be, I don't care what age it is, whatever, you never know what happens, what's going to happen tomorrow. So so the dad of me, you know, I'm going to say, man, you know, man, I, congratulations, son. You know, you you, you, you have done something. It's a we spot in time. Something. Yeah, it's a spot yeah, in time we, you yeah. can mark. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like you said, it's, it's 12 o'clock and he's still in the gym. We got a 10 o'clock game in at Delaware tomorrow morning football game. And he's in the gym at 12 o'clock still shooting. Right. So it's like, so that's something that I didn't install to him <laughs> at four, four, five years old. So that's, 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 that's here and there. But at the end of the day, sometimes I got to, for my sanity, I got to pull back to say, all right, I'm going to be a dad, you know, congratulations, son. Right. But he knows, like, he don't care about nobody else but my approval. Got you. You know what I mean? So he then what do you think to some people who say, well, how do you, how do you, because there's really no governing body, right? As you mentioned, there's a, a numerous um, outlets out there that are now doing this. But so then this organization may have this list of ranked people. This organization has this list. Well, how, how do you get ranked when maybe if we stick with coast to coast, right? They, they haven't seen everybody in, in that, in that age group or in that class. So how can you, how can it be a real list if I haven't seen everybody? So, so like I said, the first, the first, if you're not going to go to the first 10, I'll say the first 20, okay. right? The first 20 is just like, um, it's, a, it's, it's just like McDonald's um, game. It's way, in the McDonald's game, you got what, 24 players that make it? But it's way more than 24 players that's really good. But mm-hmm. the, it's the association, the, the, the guys that, that sit back and really pick the kids, you're going to get those kids at the McDonald's uh, All-American. Some, some might be from a, a major program, Under Armour program or, you know, Nike program, and they might get McDonald's All-American just because they're connected with. So it's the same with Coast to Coast. Like some of those people, they ask me because I am a high-ranked coach at that age group. You know what I'm saying? So they, it's the association. So it's the same thing for McDonald's and UA. It's the same thing with Coast to Coast. Got but you. when they, when they get to the 60 and the 50 and the 40 and the 30 and all that stuff, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I really don't know. But the top, the top 20, maybe not the, you know, some people can question like how they get top 20, but it's just, you know, when you asking different coaches and those names will pop up. So I'll say they'll do their homework for the, at least the top 20. Got you. But for everything else, I, I don't. I, I don't know. It seems. It seems to me, and I, I'd like to hear your opinion, that the process of picking players seems to be arbitrary, right? At the very best, right? It seems like the thing that chose the reason they chose Marley might be a different reason that they chose the number two person or a different reason why they chose the number six person. Um, speak on that a little bit for me, just in terms of your thoughts about uh, about the standards of picking. And, and and I'll have a LeBron example once I, once I hear you. Um, so, 
so from 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 them picking, like I was I was I was shocked when they when they picked Molly number one. Um, I wouldn't say shocked, um, but for for a person, I would say that having that history with coast to coast and and them following it since the second grade, they know the process of of Molly. Um, you know, really not just being that good player, but also having a number one team. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, the adversity that, you know, for real, we, we, we actually lost one of our best players, Nico Primus, uh, that was ranked number one at a time at 2026, was a, you know, a 30-point player. We lost him, and we still continue to be number one uh, with the same Jamal McKnight Jr., and he brought other players, the same players we had, but he brought other leaders make other leaders. And he showed that. He made other leaders, and we continue. So I said, you know what? You really did your homework on that. He really was a ball player that traveled all across the world to prove, you know, his, his ability to play, not just to play, but also win. Also win the tournament in a top tournament. So that number one, I wouldn't say shocked. I wouldn't say shocked. I, I would say well-deserved for, for for this day of time right now. I don't know what's going to happen next year, but for that back end, you know, same team, same guys, you know, and still same success. Um, so he well-deserved that. He's deserving but, that. Yeah, he deserved it. Just the other day, it. you know, just the other day they picked the MVP in the NBA. And I was surprised um, when I turned on ESPN and I saw LeBron in a post game, and they asked him, what did they think of the MVP? You know, he finished second um, to Giannis. And LeBron's answer, which came after a stretch of silence, is that it pissed him off. Mm-hmm. And LeBron couldn't understand why, out of 101 first-place votes, how he only received 16 of them. All right, but I thought that un- I thought that uncovered a few things for me, and I and and you can speak to them in a second. But LeBron said the first thing was that it changes every year how they choose the MVP, and he's dissatisfied with that. Right, so I was easily able to kind of pull that out, and I was saying to myself, "Whoa, man, I kind of feel LeBron there." Right, he's yeah. got he's got four first place. Now four second place. All he's saying is year in and year out that I want to have a fair chance at being the MVP. Although it's not important to him, but if you ask his opinion about it, he was very candid and said there's some flaws in the choosing process. So I'm wondering, do you see those same problems in the choosing process for youngsters, which seems to be more complicated? Right, at least we get to see LeBron on a night in and night out basis. With these kids, it seems like it would be very difficult to be able to give every kid uh, a fair shake within reason. We, we, yeah. what do you think? I, I, I definitely because it's a, it's a lot of questioning that that I see. I'm a big believer of you know show show the progress, meaning like Giannis. You know, I'm gonna piggyback on the NBA. Giannis, uh, yeah, he had a good seat, but 
the difference between him and LeBron, LeBron is the same. I, I'll say LeBron is Jamal McKnight Jr. Right. Because, like, LeBron, then everywhere he put his stamp at, he made those guys that much better. He made those guys better. Bucks ain't – they didn't they, – they didn't – they didn't make it past the something round or whatever. So it's like that's the individual, you know. So it, it's like and we, I know we talk MVP, but now, you know, we always preach like team, team. So we're, we're talking team, team and and, 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 and rings and, and, and those things. And LeBron feeling like, look, man, I'm, I'm, I'm planting myself in different teams. Uh, I'm, I'm lifting these guys up. We winning, you know, about to win a championship, or I won a championship in Miami. Went went to Cleveland, and Cleveland ain't won a championship since whenever. I did this, I did that. I'm showing you guys. But now it's like, okay, what you tired of saying my name? You tired of saying my face? That doesn't erase what I have done on this, on, on, you know, for this NBA. So, yeah. like I said, the same thing with with Jamal McKnight Jr. He gets mad. He don't even – he plays 2026. So he gets mad. He don't get mad. I'm just saying when he sees that, you know, yeah, I'm ranked at 2027, but he, he don't even take that as a accomplishment. He 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 plays 2026. He he then, 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 then lifted the whole 2026 class, not just in DMV, but across the globe. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then to your point, to your point, LeBron did finish it with that he didn't come into the league seeking MVPs, you know. And he talked about, I think you touched on it earlier, where he said, every day I just focus on getting better and better. And the belief structure is that over time, you know, those awards will take care of themselves if I just seek to be better and better. So, again, that's probably a Jamal McKnight Jr. Jr. characteristic as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just being, like you said, just and 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 and... And the same thing with, with 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 my son and me. It's like as a coach, we always been humble. And you know, sometimes when you be humble and quiet and you sit back, you get ran over. So it was a time in in, in my career, coaching career. I said, you know what? I'm tired of being humble. I have to show these guys that we not we not we not to be messed with. This is what we bring in. This is what, and the same thing with with Jamal. It's like, you know, you gotta show that. Guess what, man? No, I I am that guy. Yeah, and 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 you're not. You don't care about the how they got the rankings. Um, you mm-hmm. rose and surmounted, climbed to the top of it. So if exactly. they if they change it, I can hear loud and clear. If they change it, then you're gonna rise. You're gonna convince him that he ought to rise to the top of it again. Right, what, what, whatever, whatever the circumstances are. Yeah, stars, stars fall down. At the end of the day, guess what? He, like that number one dot. I, I, I swear to God, I did not ask or I didn't call or I did not say anything about him being number one. That's on my, 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 my grandmother. I, I, I never did. Do you think there are? Do you think there are families that do? Do you, I, Spence and I earlier, yeah, uh, we had a debate, and Spence was. Spence was adamant that that you can't pay for or you can't politicize a ranking. Can you? Some some sites they they DM you and say you you want your kid exposure or ranking paid thirty dollars or 
yeah, so like that. As I mentioned, you that can, was one site, and we know yeah, which site that is. So it's only that, one that, site that does that. If one yeah. site does it, man, all right, all I'm saying, it doesn't take many spike. to create a pattern. Jenna Spicy, what is the site? We need to let the people know. If <laughs> it's you see it's this middle site, school elite. It's middle school elite. Middle school, if you they're see the ones. MFE, if you see MSE elite in your DMs, and they go after the desperate parents that, that want some recognition, but at the end of the day, they say it doesn't matter. But it, it, it does matter to you. And they and they go after those guys that, that, that want their kids ranked um, to, to, to make them pay uh, for ranking. And, 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 and what I say is that you got, trust me, you got you got top programs like you got TTO right. Let's let's say takeover. Yes. And 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 their CEO, uh, Keith Stevens, um, he's a firm believer of, you know, um, it's it's, you know, we 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 put as as a team we put the work in and it's going to show. But right now today's time, just like with the Dukes and the. You know, these uh, uh, North Carolinas and these colleges that had to understand that, guess what? If you don't get on to this wave, this one-and-done wave, you're going to be behind. Yeah, left behind, yeah. Yeah. You're going to be Duke, behind. Duke didn't do that two, uh, two decades ago. He didn't do it. Right. At all. At all. So now you have to get with this Instagram uh, stuff. You have to get with these players, recruiting players. You have to get with it because this is the time. This is This is the new wave. Yeah. So my, you're not going to. Go ahead. My concern, man. I'm gonna be honest, man. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I, I work diligently, man, trying to create basketball players out of whoever walks into the gym, man. Right. And I think the reality is that I'm always concerned about a ranking system that has obvious flaws, and I don't, I don't think I'm as worried about the player that is that gets the seat however he got it. The the one that concerns me, Coach, is when they occupy a seat that a more deserving kid was supposed to have, right? That's that's my concern. I, and I know that you you have a number one ranking, you have a number one ranked child now. Um, so that's not your problem. Your pro, the, the problem involves the parent who doesn't get in because they're not willing to chase um, the, the ranking systems around um, they just want to play basketball and they just want to focus on the business of, of getting better. My concern is sometimes those opportunities um, get lost for kids who are, who are deserving of it. Uh, speak to that for me quick. Do, do you ever think about those kids or do they play on the team? or, or right, right, because theoretically you have a kid who, who was not ranked last year and still had the same impact that he now transitioned to your team and he is ranked. So technically maybe he should have been ranked last year because he's jumped to the top 15. Um, right. So how do you speak about, but there was somebody who, who took his spot last year. Right. So how do you, how do you feel about that? I think is what he's asking. Um, simple, man. Um, like I just told you, it's, it's, it's sometimes, you know, you, you, you can't, you know, like the player, it, it, it has to be a match. You have to match that that player intensity. You have to match that player grind. You have to match that parent grind. So if you're sitting back being a coach to say, you know what, we don't have to go to these places. We don't have to do this. We don't have. So you're gonna get 
I don't have to result. So right. with me, with with me, with my team, guess what? We have to do this. We have to do this. We're going to do this. This is where we're going to be. Because guess what? If we don't DMV, you gotta understand. It's a small. It's a small dot. It's a small dot. You got Texas. You got all these big places that so-called the mecca or the so-called. So if we sit in this small bubble, and and you already know how DMV is, we all crabs in a barrel. So at the end of the day, guess what? I, no, I'm going. No, we're gonna we're gonna keep these uh, outside connect. We're gonna keep this. We're gonna we're gonna go to. To, to, to Texas, Alabama, to Utah, whatever. If this is where it's at and they think these guys won't, no, we're going to do it. And so the so, guys that do, the, the guys that do fall into this grind, which started off with, 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 with me being uh, a young kid, a, a community kid, a boys and girls club kid uh, that had a son that raised him the same way that started a team that 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 been coaching before I had a son, so you're 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 falling in the things that already been been placed the grind. Yeah, yeah. And it so already, been, yeah. It so what you're been. saying is that the people who didn't make the list, maybe they just didn't match the grind of the individuals who did make the list. Or they coached, or oh. their 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 team mom, or they they yeah. uh, advisor or whoever. So that. that we can't just blame the player because right. at the end of the day, we can't wait. We can't wait for a high school coach to send a tape off to a college. We can't. Yeah, that's the management component. Man, I heard I heard you loud and clear that that there yeah. may have been a management issue, and and then yeah. for the parent that says that they don't want to do it for whatever reason, just might not get what they're supposed to get uh, from they're the. They're not. I, I can I can remember when I first had. My group, I, I coach future players, then Merlin Finest. These guys, like I said, they want they going to college and, and, and they're seniors right now. Um, I asked a number one team that was 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 ranked or whatever. I I went to the coach and said, man, how do you, how do you get your guys like this? What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? And he gave me some games, and I said, you know what? This is what this. This is why we're losing by 20, and this is how I'm going to win by 20. So I took that resume, and I'm like, this, if y'all – we they had guys travel an hour and 25 minutes just for practice. When we don't got – we got parents complaining that travel for 30 minutes. Yeah, right. So, 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 so what's your grind? Right. So I got kids on my team from Frederick, Virginia, uh, 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 Mikhail Minor, of uh, that, that that travels uh, the hour and twenty five in traffic just for practice. I got guys traveling for forty five minutes just for practice. So that shows that you're committed. Yeah. So if you're not committed to do that, how can I commit you to go to Texas or commit you to go to these places? So if if you if you want half ass results, you go you're gonna get it. Certainly. Yeah, yeah, that's the difference. What about That's this? What about this? Here's another debate in the studio. Um, in your experience, does the best this guy players tend to find the best teams? Hold on. Let me clarify a little bit more. So these kids with these high rankings, do they typically play for really good teams? Uh, if you check the 2026 list, 
um, you have a kid. Um, I, 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 I love him to death. I love his dad. Um, uh, name Magic Mill, right? Um, um, what's his real name? God damn it. Uh, Jam- uh, uh, Jamel Thomas. Jamel Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a kid from New York. Uh, and, and you know how New York guys are. They go team for team. Right. Uh, but, you know, with, 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 with Mel also comes with, um, you know, how many people know Mel, the, the, the things that Mel do. So he never was on a team that was really good, you know. <laughs> My it was God. Just, <laughs> Thank you, Jamal. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead and finish. Yeah, he wasn't with a team that was really good. It was just that, you know, with his, you know, Instagram, his father probably got 60,000 followers. I don't know. But also the guy can play. Also the guy, you know, he's from New York. He got that New York style. Um, uh, the tournaments that he do travel to, he shows out. He can pick a team who he go to, you know. So – so he's a guy that that been on this this one gonna kick your butt right here. So so with Mel right, um, you have New York Gachos that has a great team. And I asked I asked the head coach I said why Mel not on your team? And Mel is a top twenty twenty six class kid if not number one. I asked him why he's not on the team. He never he never asked me. He just he just like he said, uh, man, we just going what we go with. So you got suggesting it's not so easy. It's not so easy yeah. to always to always um, blend them into a chemistry for a great team. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The, exactly. There's, you need some role players somewhere. Yeah. Right. In, exactly. in order to be good. Exactly. And then I like and, what you said it, it, for a guy that, that that seeks to jump around a little bit. Then yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be impossible to get him into a good team consistently, uh, because yep. because a good team is not going to allow you to jump around. No sir. Right. Uh, look, look. In, in the interest of being correct, is this a is this general or is this just a one player? Do you see it all the time? That that you might see a good player that that just playing for a terrible team. Is that something that you see often? Um, I would I wouldn't say terrible. But I would say terrible in the coach's mind because it's like y'all not doing shit. Y'all basically this this team is designed for him to get these points, and that's why I tell people that that's another reason why Jamal Junior is number one because he has other great number one players beside him that he still managed to have success. So it's like you, you, these guys. That's another thing. These guys, you know, it's each his own. You know, I can take a takeover, right? A takeover at 17U. Name a 30-point player on 17U. They don't have You're not going to see it. You're not going to see it. That's why we lack of McDonald's. You, we, we, had, we had Jeremy Roach with this year, uh, but they didn't have the McDonald's class. We might got Trevor Kills next year. But that team is designed for team, 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 team. Run a set, run a play, run this, run that. Right. You understand? So, so it's like now you got but when you travel and you play against uh, what's my guy that that, that played with Boston um, Tatum. You play against a Tatum team. When Tatum 
is dropping those 30. Or you play against a team. So it's it's like in this area with with, with, with TTO, I'm going to say takeover. Your number one kid might not fit their system. Right. And, and they are the best, historically, one of the better programs in the area. But the best players just may not fit that system. May not fit. So if your kid is not, and that's why I say, that's why I, you know, how I teach my team. My son never scored 30 points in his life. Never did. Never right. have. Never seen a 30-piece. Never. Because he played the right way, because I'm not allowing no other way. So so, so that's why, you know, it, 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 it's a difference, because he's going to understand you might, you, you're going to have to play the Rondo role. You're going to have to, 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 to do different things. T.J. Moultrie, he comes to my team. He had 40 or 30 with Blueprint. But you're going to have to know how to kick it out to uh, 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 to Kale or, or, or reverse it back to KC or, or those guys. But it, 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 he came to my team with, with his tactics and, and his ways. But at the end of it, the, the, as the, 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 the season progressed, he understood <laughs> you might get 12 in 12. Right. But you still had a great game. So that's what I tell people that that's the definition of a great team for me. And that's why, you know, uh, we're the top team in the country because we're not – if you score 30, it's a, it's a problem. <laughs> not – not, I'm not knocking you, but if you do, it's a problem. That means he's watching, he's watching, he's watching, and we're, un, we're too predictable. At the end of the day – you're not coming to my team. I don't care if you're number one, number two, number three. You're not telling me how to run my, run my stuff. You're not doing it. Got you. Let me ask in, in closing, get you out of here. Um, are there any camps upcoming for you guys uh, that you plan to attend with the idea of, um, first of all, you as a coach planning out um, your, your script? Um, are, are there any of those team team opportunities to get their, a boost at the ranking or get reminded that you're number one. Is that schedule out for you guys prior? Or is this one of those things that, that, that you do week to week? Yeah. So, so it's prior, but with the, with the, um, you know, the Corona thing, it, 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 it was kind of like, you know, pop up. Oh, so yeah. right now with, with my guys right now, we have uh, a super 60 uh, Nike camp that's coming up. It's in uh, Kansas City, October 24th. So right now I have three of my guys. Um, I have uh, Jamal, uh, Mikhail, and uh, T.J. Moultrie uh, attending the camp. Um, in the camp, it's only 20 kids each age group, uh, 6, 7, and 8. Oh, wow. So it's only tw- it's 26th graders, 27th graders, 28th graders. So that is, 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 that's why it's called the sixty, um, um, the sixty uh, league camp. How did how um, did you get three kids? Does that have something to do with your ranking? How did this happen? Look, after you answer, um, we can close because my next question for you was um, a reminder of your advice to be more aggressive. So your answer here um, speaks to that issue. I think that uh, real value for anybody listening to this thing is the. Um, your advice as to choose to be aggressive for your child, choose to be aggressive 
for your team because if you don't, then you just might miss out. Oh yeah. You follow me? So yeah. so go ahead. You're yeah. gonna t- take us out of here. You explain how you guys got into this top sixty camp. Yeah. So, um, with, with, you know, being aggressive, like what you said. I mean, that's what we teach our uh, our kids. So we gotta obey by it too. We gotta be aggressive. With the Super Sixty camp, I was uh, able to get you know three of my guys in there uh, because of the track record that we have accomplished as a team. Um, I have four ranked kids and coast to coast rankings on my team, if not five. I think it's four. Four ranked kids um, in the top thirty. So um, my vote it wouldn't be questioned. Um, it's just like with a Coach K or with a uh, Izzo or, you know, of those guys, it, it wouldn't be questioned um, because of the groundwork that we put in. Uh, I wasn't quiet. I'm quiet. You know, I'm quiet. Like I tell people, uh, you know, I grew up with Kevin Durant. Um, you know, we're quiet in the streets, but when we get into the gym, this is what we love to do. So it's like, we're going to be loud. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to be, because we know what we, you know, we don't know everything, but we, we, we know, you know, enough. Yeah. And so, you believe in um, your guys, man. I, and I, I believe it. Yeah, I get a sense believe, of that. Yeah, I, I believe in my guys that, guess what? I got hungry guys that saying, man, I'm number 14. Why I'm not number one? So guess what? <laughs> we going to go get that. You know, yeah, yeah, we can't yeah. go get it by just talking. We got to go. We got to go take it. Yeah, so, and, and just to be fair, I think you do have some of the guys also ranked in, in global glass, uh, grassroots, so it's not just one circuit okay. that's that's recognizing what you guys are kind of doing over there. Um, yeah, global global grassroots actually started Coast to Coast. That's my guy, Rick. Okay. He started Coast to Coast and branched off to to global. So, and, 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 and Coast to Coast, you know, uh, uh, reaping the benefits of his success um, you know, that's why, you know, uh, with Coast to Coast. But uh, Rick, uh, shout out to Rick. He uh, he started Coast to Coast, and he started his own thing, Global. Always a big supporter. Uh, and, 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 and Rick is, man, he, he's going to tell it to you real. He didn't even want to rank Marley because he was like, man, you know, he, he knows the Madden curse. You know, I call it the Madden curse. He, he, know, he, knows, the, he knows the Madden curse, but he also knows that um, – you know, we, we, we're not sleeping, you know. Um, we, it's always something to prove uh, daily. So, um, and we take the challenge. And um, like you said, man, even with you coming to the gym, um, you know, and I'm pretty sure that your whole eyes was like, man, let's, you you know, you telling your, your boys, your twins, like, all right, well, this is the number one guy or whatever. Let's see what the number one is about. Right, and, right. And, and 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 I'm pretty sure that you know the time y'all left is like okay the guy's legit. Certainly, the yeah, same yeah. way I say, I, I, the same say I say about you, you know your kids. So, and and it's not just you know being biased of dads, just you know, but realistically, you know. So, I mean, that, and that's what it is. But the the hardest part is you know is is, is keeping it, and 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 it's going to take you know you know me coming to. You know, uh, different training sessions. Uh, you know, my God, you, you know, you got my godson at at at, at training sessions, right? And you know, he got to step up to be St. John's uh, uh, point guard this year. So it's like, you know, my family 
is is in uh, a, a rhythm dribble. Uh, so it, it's like it takes a village, and and I'm not. <laughs> I man, I need all the help, all the things that we can, but we got to understand that everybody can't go. Yeah. You know, everybody is everybody got the same dream, but it's only a few gonna go. But at the end of the day, we can't knock the ones that's going. We just gotta push it. We gotta push yeah. it and, and, and keep grinding. Yeah. Right? It. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you joining. I'm gonna let you get out of here. I know it's I know it's late, and you guys got a a big one tomorrow. So, but I do appreciate you you giving me a call back, and um, thanks for uh, thanks for providing your insight. Darryl, Thank you, gotta, you man. Yeah, same, same here, man. I appreciate the advice, man. I just don't want you to think that um, that this falls on deaf ears, man. These, the, the ranking or just the improvement or the development for kids is important for families. People listen for the insight, man, and I think they walk away tonight with a little bit, with a little bit more than what they expected. So, so again, I appreciate the time, brother, and, and the perspective, man. Uh, respect, man. Always, since they they won, man. Like you said, I, like you said. I know, let me go, but at the end of the day, man, y'all guys, man, it's, you know, well, the first day I met you guys, first first impression is best impression, man. And it's, like you said, I'm I'm in tune. I'm, you know, I'm always, you know, just not a fan, but like you said, family, man. So, like you said, I'm, 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 I'm locked in, man. All right, appreciate All right. it, Ma. All right, bro. Have a good one. All right, take it easy. All right, brother. All right. Yeah, so as we get into closing, I'll, I guess I'll go first. And... Just from listening to Jamal, it, it was definitely insightful to, to get some insight as to the process. But in general, early on, you asked a question in regards to where are there any guarantees? Um, and if we just go through history, right, you've got we've had this phenom thing for a while. You can go all the way back. And when I mentioned phenom, it's just the, the high ranked player really early in their career. Um, I just remember as I was growing up, you had, you had Steph Marbury, he was number one ranked. And of course he had some success in the league. Um, KG was highly ranked. You got LeBron, you have Kobe. They were all highly ranked and, and the individuals got it correct in, in that sense. But then we had other phenoms who just didn't pan out quite right. You got, uh, Felipe Lopez, you got Damon Bailey, um, on some level, Dewan Ragnar, got um Sebastian Telfair, Gray Golden, Robert Swift. I'm sure the list goes on and on. And so from my perspective, I just don't think that there is any guarantee and you've got to just take it for what it's worth. Just use the exposure as a child or as a youth uh, and a parent or a coach. Use the exposure that the player got from this, but continue to work. That's the biggest thing that, that I got from this and listening to Jamal was that no matter where you are, Kobe is a tireless worker. LeBron's a tireless worker. So even though they were ranked one and they were phenoms, they still continue to work so that they can reach their maximum capacity. It's when they stop working that things turn up on the other end and you never hear from these guys again. Yeah, I agree. That's In fact, that's simple to agree with. I think for my closing, I reflect on Jamal's conversation and his clarity in rearing a successful young basketball player. I hear the balance between hard work and this desire to advocate for the child. Many parents don't know where to begin with this advocating piece. So I thought that he started a 
strong conversation that maybe we broach in future podcasts, just in terms of what does this advocating look like, um, both at the social media level, at the team level, at the growth and process level. So I appreciated hearing that. I think that I speak for the sport. As the sport continues to evolve, as it becomes even better at creating opportunities both on and off the court for young people, as it improves the level of information that young basketball players and their families can access, I want to offer some advice. And and this is kind of in the spirit of LeBron James as he did not get the MVP vote and how he was able to, in a very clear mind, question the process of it all. And then he was also able to articulate that he doesn't chase awards, that he goes about the business of hard work daily and he's able to reap those rewards as a result. In fact, he was very clear that the awards come naturally as a result of hard work. So that's a bit of advice that young people should not chase the awards. In fact, they should focus on the hard work of of development. Also, um, if rankings serves as a motivation for basketball players and their families, then I'm an advocate for it. That if it makes somebody get up and get in the gym to work harder every day, then I'm in full support of it. I think basketball owes the children a process so that they can begin to calculate how they can rise to number one honestly. Uh, So I just want basketball standards to improve a bit and be able to give them that level of transparency uh, as they prepare daily to try to challenge some of these number one incumbents. Um, And lastly, my advice to young basketball players and their families is to avoid distractions. You know, they come in the form of, of friends, you know, social media and other peer pressure type of things. Um, And I think it's those young basketball players that can find their true selves and avoid many of the distractions that are going to reach some of these lofty dreams and goals. Again, I'm an advocate for doing my part in giving more children a bridge into what basketball really can offer because there's a lot of value behind this hard work. And I think that I want to be a advocate. I want to be a support to help children move in that direction. And I just want children to have a clear path and an understanding of that path in order to get there. I just want them to always dream big. I just, I've seen it where young basketball players have dreamed. And then I've been on the other side where I watched those dreams come true. So I just want that for everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Also, be sure to like us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Leave a comment and let us continue to evolve this podcast so we can meet the exact needs of trainees, families, coaches, and trainers. You've been listening to the Rhythm Dribble Basketball Development Podcast. We look forward to talking to you guys next episode.